0: Show. celebrating 38 years by bringing you all the butt rock hits that you crave there he
1: is ladies and gentlemen the birthday boy himself first one here christopher soon will be in the house now 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 as you can notice you only hear my voice tommy had to move to tomorrow so here like look, look the show booker yesterday was just running all over the place so we got Christopher that's going to start the show here in a few minutes after I say good morning, after I say welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the only State Show. So there we go. We got that out of the way. So no Tommy today, Tommy tomorrow, all Tommy all day tomorrow. Today we got Christopher and then, that's right, Joe Murphy. Bam! So th- there's still going to be two people on the show with me today. It's just Joe and Christopher. So there you go. That that's today's show, and uh, uh, Christopher uh, he picked the music out today as I hit my microphone, and I got to tell you, uh, he wants to play a bunch of butt rock songs, and he got a bunch of butt rock songs that's coming up. Uh, two bands that I vowed never to play, but it's his birthday, and like when we get him on here in a little bit, we'll we'll talk more about it, and we've got a great topic to talk about with Christopher today. Not gonna not gonna. You know, bog you down with the news of the day until later, if we even get to that. Because after Joe, who knows what we'll get to. One piece of news, Madonna in the hospital has a bacterial infection, showed up uh, unresponsive, incubated. They're saying she's doing good, but they rushed her kids to her side, so it's kind of a watching game right now. So I I I wanted to get that real quick breaking news out there, even though it happened yesterday. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, so we can get Christopher on the horn with us. Christopher was first. And we'll play his music here in just a little bit. Scott, good morning. He says, uh, Arnie, Tommy, and ass family. No Tommy today. Tommy tomorrow. Special kale in the house. How you doing, brother? He says, I get to listen today. Woohoo! hoo Stink fest. <laughs> says, good morning, ass family. Just when I thought the A season couldn't get any worse, this garbage ass. Yeah, 11-0 last night. I mean, the Rangers had the, the Tigers. It was 10-0 last night. 10-0. Starting pitcher had gone eight and two-thirds innings, giving up two hits and no runs. So we got a shutout on our hands. It's 10 nothing. All of a sudden, gives up a base hit. Now, as soon as they give up the base hit, they show the bullpen, Can and they get a guy up in the bullpen. I'm like, wait a second. He's got one out to go. Just let him finish the game. Well, this is why Bruce Bochy gets paid millions of dollars, and I don't. Because on the next pitch, dude tattooed it. That ball cannot be buried in a Jewish fucking cemetery because it was tattooed. Dude lost the shutout, ended up giving five hits away, and left the game. Uh, next pitcher came in. I think he gave up a hit, and then they got the win, 10-2, so. Yeah, but, hey, the A's are only 29 games out. I just checked this morning. Oh, the guy threw a perfect game last night in the Yankees game? Holy shit! Why is that not the wait? Hold on a second here. Why is that not the lead on SportsCenter? Why are we talking about some fucking cricket player? We're talking about a cricket player. There he is. It's the third story down. Domingo German throws first fourth perfect game in Yankee history. Holy Jesus. I didn't even see that. Wow. Because they got a cricket player. A cricket player. By the way, nobody wants cricket here. Moving cricket to North Texas. Jesus Christ. Oh, anyway, uh, let's see. Let's get back to things, shall we? Uh, Derek! Becca! Becca! Says, good morning, ass family. Here we go again. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Becca! Slum Roy says, happy Friday Eve. Yesterday's show kicked ass. Willing to bet today's show will be no different. Well, we ain't going to try to make it any different. We're going to try to kick ass today. Oh,
2: I love trash.
1: Trash Panda says, morning, family. Now everyone sing along. Gold says, morning, assholes. Battleborn in Nebraska. If you don't
3: chew big red, then f <laughs> you.
1: Uh, good morning, ass family shit. Sure, happy Thursday. And it's my Friday again. Well, that is fantastic. Well, Lottie frickin' done! Straight Fire says, hey, everybody. Happy ass Thursday. Well, happy ass Thursday to you too, my friend. I hope that you are doing well. Colin says morning, everybody, and there she is. Oh, my lucky son. The one, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Yeah, yeah, that, that is a that knee slapper. I, I hope that you have a fantastic day today. We're I, not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy birthday, Christopher. Yes, it is his birthday today. My man, Oski. the size of a Tic That's why your
2: want breast so
1: good. Damn right. Oski, I got your story. Oh, my God. Oh, he emailed me that, and that was fucking great. I can't wait to do that story today, Oski. Uh, he says, good morning, ass family. Sanchez family.
4: Free at last. Free at last.
1: Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Uh, he says, hey now, shitbird. <laughs> Brady Kidd says, happy birthday, Christopher. Uh, Mr. J says, good morning, Arnie. Happy birthday, Christopher. Plus, it's Tommy Day. No, no Tommy today. Tom, damn it, sorry. Uh, happy birthday, Christopher, uh, from Derek right there. College Station, I finally found it. The stars at night.
5: Big and
1: bright. Four claps. Did everybody do four claps? It's the stars at night are big and bright. Didn't deepen the heart of taste. See, there you go. See, so we got Mo Bandy singing it here. The stars at night are big and bright. There you go. Uh, he says, Good morning and.
6: Lights off limits to Ching Chong. All right,
1: I guess you told everybody. There you go. I like <laughs> um hey
2: it's enrico palazzo hey
1: chesman happy friday eve ass one more day happy birthday christopher and don't you have don't you have a vacation starting in one more day my friend well that is fantastic Hang Town gin it's
4: time for another poop word of the day now boys and girls today instead of saying you're going to go take a poop just say you're going to go
1: Pay the toll to the toilet troll. There you go. She says, morning, y'all. Hey, congratulations. Sorry, Stinkfist. Hangtown Jen's a Yankee fan. Perfect game last night. Holy crap. What? Did you say a bacterial infection? Did she overwear a mask? Quite possibly. V Coop all up in the house. Hold on. Got to get back to the good mornings. uh... I like to butt fuck five ladies. Will I choke cold a bitch? Well maybe. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh happy birthday, Christopher. I give you a birthday, a must see review. Yeah. Hangtown Jen says was incubated like a chicken egg or in- intubated. Intubated. I- I'm sorry. I apologize. I I am I- my bad. Uh see, I, I would figure Stack Art correcting me, but you got me, Jen. Good morning, ass family. Happy birthday, Christopher. Hope you get to listen to all the Adele your heart desires. God damn it. I got so many sound effects going now. Hello.
6: It's me. Oh,
1: I I know it's you.
6: I was wondering if after all these years you'd like
1: to Somebody just takes a bacterial infection from all the shit she's fucking injected into her face. No kidding. Uh, gay as pickleball uh, Christine says Good morning Arnie and them, Good morning Christine He's
7: fantastic yeah. yeah, Just a great guy and really uh, Thank you Very, very knowledgeable He has a tremendous memory mm-hmm. Yeah And really enjoyed being with him yeah. uh,
1: Your out says Don't get me started The Dodgers had to do was beat the Rockies who suck balls Unbelievable I guess it's time for me to start wearing my Dodgers gear and watching games again Breaking my superstition and happy birthday Christopher uh, Mr. J says, Dodgers love to irritate me. Another happy birthday to Chris for the good Darren in the house. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart.
3: I should be fine if I don't push too hard.
1: He says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Stink Fist says, hey, Arnie, do you happen to see the body cam footage of the cop who took out the shooter in Allen? Yeah, it was all over the news yesterday. It's badass. dude goes from talking with some kids to taking out this scumbag with no backup within five minutes. True hero. If you haven't seen the body cam video, it, it is pretty intense. And uh, I do have a feeling that this guy will be on the short list to become uh, what is referred to as kind of law enforcement royalty in Texas. He might be approached to become a Texas Ranger. That, that The way that guy reacted, fucking awesome. Swoosh. Swoosh in the house. It says, morning, ass family. Morning, Tommy. No, Tommy's going to come in tomorrow. Uh, early day at work, then golf tournament tomorrow. Great stuff if it wasn't summer heat. 88 today, 102 tomorrow. Shit, 102 is cool. Uh, the only way you could be any cooler is to have been born one day earlier, but we all can't be as cool as me. Uh, there you go. All right, so let, let, let's, uh, let's call up old Christopher. Let's get Christopher on the, uh, the horn here. Um, hopefully he gave me the right number this time.
0: Good morning.
1: Christopher, b- before we even say anything to you... we go happy birthday, dear Christopher happy there birthday you go now we've got one more Christopher we got one more for you from the man himself
4: well look my wife has a rule in her family
3: when somebody's birthday they sing happy birthday you ready <laughs> happy birthday
4: okay. to you Christopher happy birthday happy. to you Christopher Happy birthday dear Robert. Oh come on, Joe. Happy birthday oh, Jesus. to Jesus.
1: Christopher, I'm come so on. sorry. God almighty. Joe fucked it up <laughs> again. Uh like, like did you hear the interview he did yesterday? Then has Vladimir Putin been weakened by recent events? It's hard to tell, but is clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. When did Russia start a war with Iraq? i I'm, I'm I'm just wondering. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, he he no, said no he's he's out. he's losing the war in Iraq and the war at home. By the way, real quick, ogre, Buenos dias, amigo, and he says Feliz compaños, Christopher, which I believe is translated yeah, cool. into uh, it's war, it's raining outside. Correct? Uh, no, no, uh, it's
0: uh, Feliz Cumpleaños. Oh uh, yeah, which
1: means happy birthday. Oh, okay, <laughs> I thought that meant it was raining outside. My bad.
0: All right. <laughs> now, now,
1: now, today is your birthday, you're 38, and before we go any further, a lot of people say, well, you know, I let you pick the music out on the show today, because it's your birthday, and you picked some really terrible stuff out. Um, that, was, that
0: was the point. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, oh, absolutely, I'm, I'm going to let you get into this, but before I get into we, us having fun, I have to be serious for a moment. Uh, Christopher, what you add to this show is almost unmeasurable. Um my appreciation for you going out to the movies, sometimes two, maybe three movies a week to see, just to review for the show, means the absolute world to me. And I don't do this for everybody. I don't let everybody on and do this. But you are very, very special, and uh, I, I admire you, and I really want to say that I appreciate you. I love you as a brother, and happy birthday.
0: Oh, man, thank you so much. That, that means the world to me uh in yeah Mary Christopher mess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, I
1: I like how you you've done that, you know, because I've gone from Arnageddon to all other kinds, you know, Ar- Arna all, all kinds of good stuff. But today, what did your usual birthday look like?
0: So what what I usually do is uh I get my friends and we all uh you know, we get have the cake, we have uh I have my special dinner that my wife makes me. And then we all go to whatever the worst movie, whatever the worst movie is out in the theaters at the time. We either do that or we go home and I watch the worst movie possible.
1: Okay, so uh, if you were, uh, can you say what the special meal is or is that a secret?
0: Uh, no, for the, for the Arnie radio show? Yeah. Hell yeah is it, it it? Wait, 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 wait.
1: Let me guess. Let me guess. Is it canned tamales with ketchup?
0: Negative. No. 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 Uh, no. no.
1: Okay. All now, right. those aren't even allowed in my house. <laughs> All right. So, what is your special meal? It's uh,
0: it's a it's a custom thing that my wife makes. That it's actually a long story how it started, but it's called uh, pizza chicken.
1: Okay. Is it chicken with pizza so, on it?
0: it yeah, you, you figured it out right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. A, a chicken pizza is a pizza with chicken on it. But a uh, pizza chicken is chicken with pizza on it.
1: There you go. There you go. I like it. That's fantastic. And, and you know what? It doesn't care where that begins. That sounds fantastic. Fried chicken?
0: Oh. It, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's, uh, it's 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 their secret recipe. Okay. So I can't go too much into how it's made. Yeah. But it is it is heaven on earth.
1: Sir. Okay. All right. Hey, it's a, hey. I like pizza and I like chicken, especially fried chicken. You can't go wrong. That's like chocolate and peanut butter. You could bag that and sell it at grocery stores as a last-minute item. It's going to be kind of large, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) V. Coop says, is it lab-grown chicken? Have you you cornered the market on the lab-grown
0: chicken? (laughs) Those chicken breasts are really big, so I wonder where Rebecca gets those chicken
1: breasts. (laughs) They're on HGH. Um, so, so if you were to go to a movie, so so what we're going to do today is you and I have a list of our favorite bad movies. And we'll, we'll talk about these. I have, let's see, uh, hold on a second here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six, and I can talk about anything else. So, uh, that's what I have. But if you were to go to the theater right now, what would you see? Even though Indiana Jones does come out today.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to go see Indiana, Indiana Jones.
1: Okay, that, 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 see, that's not a bad movie. That's that, I think I'm hoping. I'm hoping Christopher.
0: Are you sure about that, Artie? <sighs> I'm
1: a man. I'm hoping. The, the, look, the Crystal Skulls was terrible. The Crystal Skulls was awful. It almost ruined the entire franchise for me. But I have Well, to
0: okay. So one of the reasons why this started was because I always go to the movie. I love going to the movies. Right. And I would go to the movies on my birthday. And I don't know why, but I think my birthday is cursed, mm. because so many movies that come out on June 29th are awful. <laughs> See, and that's weird.
1: It, you know what's so funny? very consistent. It, it's funny, because this is the mecca of movie time right now. This mm-hmm. and the holidays. I mean, right now, this July, this is where all the big ones come out. And the, the big one that comes out today is Indiana Jones, so we'll have to see. Fred, good morning to you up there. Hold on. My opinion's the only one that counts. There you go, Fred. Um, So, it, it, okay, so the mood that you're in right now, let's say you weren't going to the movies and you were to stay at home and watch a bad movie. Today's Today's movie choice would be probably what? That can get us into our topic here.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, let's say if I wasn't going to go to the movies. Right. Um, so, if I, was, if I was going to stay home and put on a, a, a really, really shitty movie, um, today, uh, it actually is a really, really obscure one. It's my really obscure pick that I was going to hold on to for a little bit later, but we're going to do this right away. Okay. It's, an, it's, a, it's a really old movie from 1983 starring Reb Brown called You're the Hunter from the Future.
1: Wow, wow. I, I've never heard of that. It sounds terrible.
0: oh, it's 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 amazing. Leave <laughs> that. <bad. laughs> Red brown is is uh, is the original Captain America. He's this big, brawny white dude. and in this wait, movie, wait wait, got wait, this wait, wait, wait hair.
1: The original Captain America from the old TV
0: show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, oh, you
1: would have was, been a kid when this came out on TV. Oh, that was awful. The oh, the, the old Captain America TV show where he had the shitty like fucking Honda 250 that he rode. Oh yes. God, yes. it was so bad. Uh
6: huh.
1: He looked yeah, yeah. like a that pride. Po- he looked like a pride float.
0: <laughs> With his big goofy ass helmet and everything. Uh-huh. Really? Oh. oh.
1: Yeah. That had the wings on it. I still to this day don't understand why Captain America has to have fucking wings on his helmet. He's not running. He's Captain America, for God's sakes. He's a steroid freak.
0: Well, this movie is freaking amazing. You put it on, and the first thing that hits you is this pumping Flash Gordon esque theme song. And, You know, yours, well, dun 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 dun. dun, dun. It's really really good, and and uh. The the, the 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 catch of the song is your's world he's the man your's world he's the man and Oof. and it's about he's he's a he's a caveman with an axe and he's fighting a dinosaur in the very beginning <laughs> and then he's killing everybody and it's the coolest fucking movie but oh. It's so bad
1: oh I'm, I, I might have to try to find that one now um the, the first movie that I'm going to put on my list... Now, now, I've only seen clips of these movies, but they look so bad. And this is the only one that's a foreign movie. Um, if anybody were to ever send me the full videos of any Wang Wang movies... Oh, I, Wang. I will be forever eternal grateful. Wang Wang is supposed to be 007, but they call him just 00 because he's an Indian actor that's two foot Mm (laughs) ten. And the clips show that he goes around doing two foot ten, you know, kung fu and stuff, and he's fucking making out with chicks, and he's grabbing boobs, and he's just a badass super agent, and he's two foot (laughs) ten. Wang wang. Wang Wang. Wang Wang. I I, I want to have a collection of Wang Wang movies because they look absolutely tripe. Oh, all right. So have you ever seen a Wang Wang movie?
0: Only clips. I've only ever seen little clips of it on YouTube.
1: Oh, my God. It was it's so fantastic today. If you're if you're at work and you don't want to do anything at work. And, and he spells it W-N-G-W-N-G. Wang Wang. And he's an Indian super agent. car you might know him. I, I don't know. car do you know Wang Wang personally? Statcar, you might be related. He could be. I mean, you know, India is a big place. You never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What is on your list, my friend?
0: Okay. So, uh, I, I had all of these very absurd movies okay. and then when I played it out in my head I was like oh this, nobody's gonna be able to follow me along with with how obscure these movies are like I'd have to show them to you so I instead I kind of changed I kind of change lanes okay and I went with movies that that you know people probably know but just that that never caught on and never got big never made any money uh, and have really low ratings on IMDB and I think they're criminally low
1: okay okay? So I, I, i'm
0: gonna
1: uh, i'm gonna oh my mine mine are, are kind of in that vein these are mm-hmm. the way the way i base my list is i if i see that one of these movies is possibly on i'll check every other channel that's on tv and if nothing is remotely as bad as that i will watch that nice and and i will sit through and watch most of the the rest of it and then i get into it and of course i have to finish it so That's where my list is. So how would you like to begin?
0: Okay. 1997, Jennifer Lopez, Anaconda.
1: Oh, I saw that in the theater. I did a screening for that movie.
0: Yeah, I saw that in the theater, too. My uncle took me for that one. It's got a 4.9 on IMDb, but man, is this movie fucking good. It's got John Voight. It's got Eric Stoltz, Owen Wilson. And Ice
1: Cube. Oh, yeah, I remember Ice Cube. By the way, we, we've been corrected. Wang Wang is Filipino. Stackar has, has corrected me, and he says we should no ask way. Mage. So it, when Mage gets here, I'll ask him if he knows Wang Wang.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now, I remember, you know, the, here's the downfall for that movie for me. Mm. Not only Jennifer Lopez. Um, they didn't show the Anaconda enough. You know what I mean? Well,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they keep in mind too. A lot of the shots of the anaconda are CG in 1997.
1: Oh, I, I'm aware, but they still should have shown in a lot more.
0: <laughs> I think they did. I think they did a pretty good job. I think the movie is really well balanced. If you if, if you over show the monster, it only all it does, and especially because you know it's it's well, it's a pretty well lit movie. Uh, if you overshow the monster, it makes the movie feel it. It makes the movie look worse. Okay. And and so you have to you have to hit that right balance where you show the monster enough, but not too much. And I think Anaconda does that really
1: well. Okay. Fun. All right. Um, my 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 first movie on this list, I remember I saw it in the theaters. I I don't have the years. Of, I I apologize for not being as professional as Christopher on my own show. Um. <laughs> Uh, this movie starred a very young, and but but already respected Alec Baldwin as an actor. It also had uh, Fred, uh, I can't think, the guy who was in all the uh, Tremors movies. Um, whatever his name, Fred, whatever his name.
0: Oh, Man. I was it to say Kevin Bacon? No, no not <laughs> no Kevin. Good. It was the other
1: guy. The, the other guy that was in the Tremors movies with Kevin Bacon. It had him. And it had Jennifer Jason Leigh. And Jennifer Jason Leigh used to, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, she would get naked in every movie she was in, including this one, Fred Ward. Thank you, V. Coop. That's his name, Fred Ward. The movie is called Miami Blues. It's about a, a, a convict who just gets released. He kills a Harry Krishna in the airport for his jacket. And then he shacks up with this gal he meets at a fried chicken stand. They get married so he can start robbing people. And Fred Ward's the cop on the case. And Alec Baldwin jumps him and steals his badge. And then it's just mayhem from there all over the mean streets of Miami.
0: Wow. Okay. That sounds pretty. That's a pretty good one to pull. I, I, man, that's, 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 that's an obscure one. Uh, I got you a year for that movie. That's
1: a 1990 release. Okay, 19 eh, I'm telling you right now, eh, like 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 Alec Baldwin, you you actually kind of like him after this movie cuz he's such a fucking degenerate loser in it. <laughs> but but <laughs> he's I I so I, bad he's likable. Oh yeah, almost. Almost like almost likable. I mean, he steals the guy's false teeth for Christ's sake. <laughs>
0: uh
1: all right. What do you got next?
0: Uh, next on uh, on my list. Uh, well, this movie stars a, uh, a a a a veteran, a veteran actually, a veteran okay. of the military. Uh, and his name is John Cena. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the Marine from 2006.
1: Wow! I didn't see that one. See, get it? <laughs> oh, this movie is fan fucking test. Oh, I get it, no, uh-huh. I get it. You got Ah, yes. <laughs> Uh, so the marine, I, I've only seen clips of it because I despise John Cena so much. Uh, but go ahead. I, it, it, doesn't his wife get kidnapped or something?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The plot, the plot is is dumb. It, it, the the T the T one thousand kidnaps this dude's wife, and he jumps in uh, a CHP uh, uh, Camaro police cruiser. Uh, and chases him down. and Just so it's just, happens to it's, it's, be
1: there. It's
0: straight out of the 80s. Straight out of the 80s. And it's glorious. It's a glorious fucking movie. It's so good.
1: Now, now, did he play the Marine first? Or was it Ted DiBiase Jr.? Like, Because like, I know, and The Miz played in one of the Marine's movies. Mm-hmm. But but uh yeah, I
0: actually I actually own all of those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Boy, that's um man, I imagine yeah that when your when your wife hangs out with her friends, I think that's what she brags about. You know, Christopher owns all the Marine movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she does. Oh yeah, that is that is high point right there. Um uh, <laughs> John Cena. I do own a lot of movies. Oh, I I I used to. I mean, and then, you know, DVD players became obsolete, and I got rid of them because they're just too heavy to move. Um, Junior, Miz, (laughs) then Cena. Okay, Swoosh says. It was Ted DiBiase Jr. that played him first, then The Miz, then Cena. Okay. But you like Cena. No, that's that's
0: wrong. John Cena played him first.
1: John Cena played him first. Okay. All right. Well, those are the three Mm -hmm. that played him then. Uh, but
0: yeah, but you got the, yeah, the, you got the three actors, uh, but he goes John Cena, then Ted DiBiase, and then the Miz.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I, I don't mind, look, look I, I think Cena's grown a lot as an actor. I, I don't mind him that much in the Peacemaker stuff. I, I think that's kind of funny. Uh, but I, and I think he should go for more funny roles. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, well, his, his, uh. His character in the in the in the Fast and Furious movie that, that just came out, he's kind of like he plays it more funny. Honestly, I I I I think uh, uh, I I don't know. I kind of like it when John Cena plays it straight. Like you know, like I said in the Marine here, it's he plays it completely straight. There's there's nothing very very little things are played for laughs and. Uh, if you give, you know, if you give the movie a fair shake, it thinks it's pretty fucking good.
5: Okay. Uh,
0: although it has a very, very low rating, and everybody else seems to hate it except for me. But, that's, that's, that's how it goes.
1: Hold on, hold on one <laughs> second, we gotta do this.
2: Hey! Konichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going?
1: Domo Arigato! Around here, we speak American, okay, bud? Mage says good morning. Aston AIG. Filipinos are the Mexicans of Asia. And nope, never heard of this movie. <laughs> so Filipinos mm-hmm. fire guns in the backyard for parties. Uh, he was a in- likely story, Mage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you've got the Marine next on your the li- next on my list. since uh, I had time to look this up, it is only given a 32 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I know is not very good. Um, it came out in 1987, and it has one of the biggest actors of all time in it. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the quintessential movie about arm wrestling. Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone.
0: Bam! No way. No way. I was debating with Rebecca last night if I should have Over the Top or a different or a different uh, movie of his.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: on my list, and I went with the other one. <laughs> okay. I'm I, so glad you went with Over the Top. Oh,
1: I, I saw Over the Top in the theater the weekend it came out. We were pumped about this movie. A movie about a dad who's a, a hard-working truck driver, and he wants to get his son that he didn't know he had, really, because the mama was kidnapped by her evil father, Robert Loja, the actor. Mm-hmm. And and, and and when when Stallone goes to get him, what was his name? A hog. When hog goes to get him, he says no, and he offers him a Peterbilt, and he offers him another truck, but no, Hawk, Hawk, that was it. Hawk wants to do this arm yeah. wrestling tournament, and he beats the worst guy in the world, and he becomes the arm wrestling champion of the world. the yeah, movie drives that
0: truck through the gate to save his son.
1: Yeah, Lincoln Hawk, holy shit, over the top is a goddamn classic. I mean, that movie right there is nothing but testosterone. Oh! <laughs> over the top. God, that oh, was... Oh, it's, it's so good.
0: That's a great movie. That great movie.
1: movie. Oh, my gosh. It was beautiful. Just beautiful. So, yes, I have over the top on my list. Your next one?
0: My, my, my favorite part of that movie mm-hmm. is, it was they do that. They have, like, a, like a faux... Um, uh, what is it like a faux documentary of the arm wrestling tournament while the arm wrestling tournament's going on? Yes. And they're interviewing all the, yeah. all the guys.
5: Yeah, and I, they, I, they
0: get they get to Stallone and he's like, you know, I when I want to get into the zone, I put my hat back. In my hat.
1: And you know the funny thing about that movie is that when that movie came out, everybody wanted to start doing fucking arm wrestling. And everybody tried to do that move where you move your fingers over the thumb and push it down, but everybody's hands were all moving. It, it ruined arm wrestling for a while.
0: Mm. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So you went with the you, you went with the uh, Stallone movie. I'll go with the other movie that I went with instead of uh, instead of over the top. Okay, 1993 Stallone. And Snipes in Demolition Man.
1: Oh, bravo. Bravo.
0: Along with Idiocracy, Demolition Man came out many years before and has has almost foretold the future just as much as Idiocracy has.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll agree. Now, now, was this the one with Sandra Bullock?
0: Yes, the okay. Sandra Bullock one, and it's the one where where the world gets 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 pussified. To
1: yes, the max. And, and Taco Bell is a fine dining establishment in that movie. Yes, I've I've seen that one. That is, that to me is really a bad movie. <laughs> I mean, it is so bad. It's just like Wesley Snipes has a weird blonde mo, mohawk, flat top haircut, and he's just. It, it's so. I, I hate to say it over the top, but it is so over the top.
0: <laughs> that's the idea. And you know what? It, it's they don't they don't make movies like this anymore, which is so depressing to me. That it, it's, but it's so fucking awesome. It has so many interesting little bits in it. Uh, the, the when they freeze Stallone at the beginning, and they have this whole thing where he comes out of the ice, and he all he wants to do is sew. <laughs> because they <laughs> they gave him programming to become a seamstress. Uh huh. <laughs> to make him more docile.
1: Jesus Christ! I mean, that was a terrible movie.
0: Then. <laughs> everybody everybody is everybody's taken there's a whole movement of people that that all they do is listen to old commercials on the radio instead of listening to music on the radio so they're in the car singing the armor hot dog it's just a jingle
1: <laughs> oh uh trash Panda says he doesn't know how to use the 3c shells Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I use
0: them every day. There I, you go. I, I mean, how else do you get clean, you
1: know? Um, all right. Great pick. Great pick. Now, I had an easy pick that was going to be next, but I, I decided to challenge myself. Mm. I was going to put on my list Showgirls because Showgirls is such a rotten film, but I always it is, watch it. It is awful. But because mm-hmm. the nudity is fantastic in it. I mean, I mean, we get a Saved by the Bell actress naked in the entire movie, and I saw it in the theater.
0: Um, you saw Showgirls at the theater? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How'd you get in? Uh, that, wasn't that movie at NC-17?
1: That movie, came, I was way over 17 when that movie came out.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I, working I, in I, radio. I, I, I forget Here, the differences in ages.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. Scab went to that movie with me. I, I remember no going. Way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we went and saw that movie, and we were laughing the entire time. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Now. My next movie, since I wanted to challenge myself. Now and, and, and I hear the admiration in your voice for these movies that you like, because I have nothing but admiration for this movie, and especially this actor uh, or, mm-hmm. or, or character, if you will, not really the character, but a character that, that it, this guy was box office gold with another actor, one that we've already mentioned. And they thought, why not give him his own movie and his own franchise? And we're going to put people like Sharon Stone in this movie. We're going to put Bill Duke in this movie. We're going to put Craig T. Nelson in vanity in this movie with Carl Weathers in the movie. What year did this fucking come out? 1988, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Action Jackson, motherfucker.
0: I knew it was coming. Action! Bam! Action. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, Carl Weathers is a rootin', tootin' motherfucking badass in this movie. I mean, he is indestructible. Bill Duke—he frightens me in most movies that he's in. Craig T. Nelson's a bad guy. Last time we saw him, or we, last time I remember seeing him as a bad guy, was in, in *Turner and Hooch* and *Vanity*. For God's sake, *Vanity*. Vanity and, 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 and
0: Carl Weathers get together.
1: Come on, you can't go wrong with a, a Carl Weathers movie.
0: Oh, it's so good. And, uh, how, how do you love that 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 final uh, that that final line at the end of the movie when he's when he's holding the flamethrower?
1: Well, how you like your ribs?
0: How do you like your ribs?
1: Yep, ah! Scott just Scott just wrote it in. I mean that that oh! that is fantastic shit right there. That right, you can't go wrong with Action Jackson.
0: Yeah, how how in the hell do we not have like Action Jackson's like one through six? Uh, You know, how did
1: that? Well, here's the thing. So I've got the IMDb on it right now. Um, Mm Hmm it only made 65 million dollars in the box office. <laughs> and I mean in 1988 65 million's not bad. That's that's, a, that's That actually
0: pretty, isn't bad,
1: no. That's pretty good, but I imagine that because it only made 6 this movie had to make close I mean it had to cost at least 20 to 30 million dollars to make because you look at the names in this movie, Bill Duke mm-hmm. was a big name. Craig T. Nelson yep. was a big name. Sharon Stone was coming into being a big name, and you got Carl Weathers that you got to pay the most to. So, it's a yeah. It, that's,
0: it, that's probably what happened. They probably they probably just barely broke even when they made that. Well,
1: and and you know, here's the funny thing when you talk about those kind of things, and you know these these stories. Smokey and the Bandit, my all time favorite movie, mm-hmm. was uh, written by uh, uh, Hal. God, I can't, Hal, Hal something, he, he was a, a, a renowned stuntman. He wrote the movie, and he went to Warner Brothers, and he said, I need $3 million. And they said, $3 million to make a movie? And he's like, yeah, but I have Burt Reynolds, because Burt Reynolds said he would do anything for this guy. Hal, Hal Needham, I believe, is his name. And uh, so, the, and he had to pay Burt a million dollars to be in. And Warner Brothers came back and gave him $2 million. So a million went to Burt, a million went to the movie. The movie ended up making like $200 million. And in 1977, $200 million was like a billion dollars. So that's why we got parts two and three. And it's always fascinating to hear the backstories about how much movies cost and then what the actors get and, and then to see the big payoff. So I would imagine the action Jackson was pretty expensive to make. And they said, yeah, let's not do that again.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably what happened, unfortunately, but, man, we, we at least we get to appreciate these films when they do get made. Because, you know, they, they take these risks, and every once in a while they pay off, but a lot of times they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we get to appreciate them forever.
1: Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Swoosh says we need a Billy D. Williams and Carl Weathers movie. No, we needed that in 1989. That's what we needed, man. The the two guys like that at the height of their career. Now I want Carl Weathers and Sam Jackson to make a buddy movie.
0: Oh, there's 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 so many. There's the possibilities are endless mm-hmm. of all the cool things you could have done. You know, uh, it's like if if only they knew. If only they knew, and only they appreciated who they had when they had them. Yep. Oh, you amen. Some serious stuff. Oh my God.
1: Uh, your out says Mark. what no valley girl come on <laughs> no that that's in my list of terrible movies that I try to avoid that and the outsiders you people that like the movie the outsiders there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. I said it I said I don't take it back Mm-mm. I hate the outsiders
0: that's
1: a hot take buddy Oh, oh the, 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 Christopher do you know why women like the outsiders so much it, uh, Tom Cruise? No, it's the first time they got a little drizzle down below because they see all these uh-uh. handsome young guys on the screen. The movie is crap. C-R-A-P, crapola. <laughs> God, I hate that movie. Uh, what is next on your list?
6: All
0: right. Um, so talking about legendary actors, people that, 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 that just make the fucking movie. 1987 Schwarzenegger The Running Man.
5: Oh, it's, it's the
0: it's the Schwarzenegger movie that nobody ever talks about. It's like the one that everybody kind of forgets and and it's it's of the ones that like of the lesser known Schwarzenegger movie. It's the best one. It is so fucking good. It, it's after uh, I think it's uh, made after a Stephen King book. Uh, but they kind of just like they, they kind of just like, we got Schwarzenegger, motherfuckers, so they kind of threw the book away, and they kind of did their own thing, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, but Schwarzenegger's not the reason you watch that movie.
1: Is it Richard Dawson?
0: Richard fucking Dawson. Yeah! Damn straight. He fucking, he owns this fucking movie. He and does. And is the only time ever in a Schwarzenegger movie where he outdoes Schwarzenegger in a Schwarzenegger movie. He is the best villain of all Fucking
1: time. Yeah, I have to agree. Richard Dawson was phenomenal in that movie. The only thing he's crushed more was ass on The Family Feud because he was so good.
0: You goddamn right.
1: (laughs) Uh, Trash Bandit says one of the best bad movies ever is Last Dragon. The Shogun of Harlem was one of the best bad guys. Mm -hmm. His one-liners were great. Uh, Yeah, it's a good movie. uh, Ogre says Arnie had some great fucking lines like, Hey, Killian. His sub-zero
0: now plain zero. You You're goddamn right, Ogre. <laughs> that so, movie was about it. In, in, in 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 the Running Man. You have a game sh- a TV game show host played by the greatest TV game show host of all time, arguably. Also, also he took over the world. He has control of the military, yeah. the police, and the government. <laughs> And he smokes Alvin. in the movie. They're smoking. Yeah, and, and, and you don't... And, and you see this. You see the, a fucking uh, a TV show host that took over the world, and you buy it. Why? Because it's Richard fucking Dawson. Yeah.
1: Oh, That's absolutely. Absolutely. And, the, I mean, the, the characters... And, I mean, we, we, we can't leave out. We, we cannot leave out a man that was in that movie... That is so instrumental to a lot of movies. I got to find the damn... Okay, here we go. Um, And and he doesn't get enough credit for his acting because he is such a horse's ass. But it's this man right here. Bunch
6: of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Jesse
1: the Body Ventura. I mean, he
0: actually has a pretty small part in the movie, but he does make his impact.
1: Oh, yeah. He's phenomenal. He is phenomenal in that movie. That great pick that I love that movie. right, your turn. All right. Now, I only have a couple left. I mean, I I have some. I'm going to throw this one in before my last two are uh, are are are, uh, franchises. So uh, Mm -hmm. the, the one this one is a franchise, too, but I didn't like it after part one came out in uh, 1997. I don't have the IMDB or the, the Filthy Tomatoes or whatever the fuck it is. Um, because it had a bunch of newcomers that, that, that could have been so big in Hollywood. And then they made this movie. Newcomers like Caspen Van Deen, Denise Richards, even Gary Busey's own kid, Jake Busey who went on a star in crappy remakes of The Hitcher. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the 1997 movie, Starship Troopers. Yes. Starship Troopers. <laughs> now, 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 where they're battling bugs in outer space, I don't know what the whole cause of it was, but I got to tell you, pound for pound, action, phenomenal. Okay. Oh, Great yeah. action in the movie. Lots of titties in the movie. Cause they have like they they they, they have showers where they shower together. You know, yeah, they co yeah, ed like, coed, co-ed, uh, showers. co-ed show, that's the word. I was I was gonna say trans showers, but that wouldn't be right. Um but but they battle bugs and even Doogie Hauser's in it, and Doogie Hauser kinda is like fucking Hitler in the movie.
0: I mean Yeah, you, he, you, they dressed him up like a fucking Nazi.
1: They did. He has this look yep. why do you need a black leather overcoat to fight bugs? Why not call Orkin? I mean, get Orkin on board. Didn't his hat have a
0: big-ass skull on it?
1: Something like that. I mean, it was very Nazi-esque. I mean, Mm -hmm. not that Imperium in the WWE isn't a bunch of Nazi-esque fucking wrestlers. I'm surprised they don't goose-step to the fucking ring. Gunter and the other ones. I mean, mean, how close to the line do you need to get? Imperium comes...
0: it's, It's uncomfortable every time you see
1: it. Thank you! Thank you I, I, I've been waiting for someone to agree with me on this when Gunter oh, comes yeah. out and they click their heels together I think that they're about to send a train
0: away to Auschwitz i I, 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 I think that's probably a big reason why it plays that they're, they're, they're so over in Saudi Arabia man <laughs> They don't like they don't like the Jewish people in, in Saudi Arabia. They're all in for that. Oh, Gunter
1: doesn't have to buy a drink when he's in Saudi. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, yes, but Starship... if Gunter
0: comes out talking about a final solution, yeah. that's when it's over. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm running. I'm turning. I'm I'm AEW all the way then. <laughs> um. <laughs> Starship Troopers is one of those movies that they play a lot on TV, and I tell you, if there's nothing on and Starship Troopers is on, I'm turning that shit on because it's fucking mindless entertainment.
0: Yeah, and and one of the uh, another thing about Starship Troopers, that movie is one of the last movies to to ha- to have old school practical effects, and they're done so well. Like there's a shot of them like flying the little spaceship and they're flying through like tunnels and stuff. That's not that's not computers. That's all done mm-hmm. with models and it looks fantastic. It's so good.
1: It it's funny when I look at Starship Troopers online here. The first one was made in 97. Then they waited a few mm-hmm. years to make part 2, 2004. Then they said, "Okay, how about Starship Troopers in 2008?" Yeah, okay. Then well, part 4 in 2012 and then part fucking there there's a fifth one as 2017. I've never seen. I've only seen a little bit past part two, into part two. Right. I, I I've never decided to go down that route. So there you
0: go. Yeah, and also, and on top of that, they even have an anime, uh, like an all animated version, Japanese animation mm-hmm. of uh, like they have, they have like three or four of those. So this, this uh, the Starship Troopers is a pretty big franchise.
1: How could you leave RoboCop off? This? RoboCop was a great movie. I would never yeah, I would cool. never say RoboCop was a bad movie. Correct. Oh yeah, Robo Oh look the the remake of RoboCop was dog shit. And it RoboCop 3. Now, I would put RoboCop 3 on this list where they gave him wings, where they turned him into a <laughs> tampon. They gave him wings. Yeah, yeah, they gave him wings and he could fly cuz he was built by homeless people. Cuz cuz <laughs> there's a lot of engineers in the homeless world.
0: Yeah, honestly though, I, I wouldn't put it on this movie because I'm not. I'm not really a fan of RoboCop three, but
1: oh, it's terrible! But, it's yeah. awful! It's awful! But it me. is.
0: It is a bad movie. Yeah. And,
1: and part two is only decent because it's super violent. That's the only reason that it, that movie is halfway good, and that's it.
0: Just that first, just that first two minutes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> introducing RoboCop two, and he immediately just blows his own brains out. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, you're like, fuck. Okay, this is going to be good, and it's not. But RoboCop one's just. Genius. Okay. Next oh, one yeah. on your list.
0: Couple
1: ones left. What, what, what's next on your list?
0: Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, sorry. I lost, okay. I lost track of what we were doing. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, I'm looking at the list here. Uh, okay. Since you did a franchise, I'll do a, no, another franchise. Um, this one is Gerard Butler's... Uh, the uh, Olympus Has Fallen franchise. Olympus Has Fallen is a fantastic movie, has nothing but awful, awful reviews everywhere you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> but this movie's fucking good. Um, and and it, it's it's um the, the best thing about it is Gerard fucking Butler, and it's just an excuse for Gerard Butler to shoot terrorists in the face. And and I, I I'm down for that. Honestly.
1: See see I like the first one. And then mm-hmm. it got a little hokey when England fell. And then when he was starting to protect, you know, Morgan Freeman, I was like, okay. All right. But I, I did like the first one. I did like the first one a lot. It was better than when Channing Tatum did the same movie with Jamie Foxx.
0: That movie's terrible. We don't
1: we don't talk about that. One. Yeah, that's why I didn't even – did, but, but it was – I remember they came out, like, at the same time. I'm like, wow, the Gerard Butler one is so much better because – Channing Tatum is a stripper.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I'm not and, buying and, that. And the, the commercials, they, they barely even had money to even advertise Olympus as Fallen. All the commercials at the time were for the Channing Tatum movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, terrible. Terrible fucking part. Of, uh, just awful. But I, I did like... Look, there's just something about Gerard Butler... There's just something about him. You, you, the the movie where he was a cop and, and Ice Cube's son's in it, uh, I forget what it's called, where he was like, you know, the sheriff's department in L.A. That was a badass movie, and I'm waiting for part two to come out for that. Gerard Butler.
5: Wait, I'm
1: trying to think, which, which one is that? Oh, God damn it, Gerard Butler. Hold on a second here, let me, I got my computer, let's see. Uh, Who else was in it? Uh, Ice Cube's son.
0: Ice Cube's son. Oh.
1: Gerard Butler movies. Uh no, it wasn't. Was it Cop? No, it wasn't Cop Shop. I've seen alive. Uh Crap.
0: Cop Shop was actually a pretty decent movie, but it's not old enough to be considered like it's so bad it's a good movie.
1: Den of Thieves. That's it. There we go. Stakar and Oski got it. Den of Thieves.
0: Den of Thieves. Oh, I don't think I've
1: seen that one. I Whoa. That. Whoa, you have it. Oh, you gotta see Den of Thieves. Oh, it's fantastic. Highly, highly recommended.
0: What, what
1: what what happens in this movie now? Um, Explain it. So, <clears throat> there's a crew that goes around robbing banks, and they're ah. really really bad, right? And it, it Fifty Cent is in it, uh, there's this big white tough guy actors in it too. You'd probably recognize them. I don't know his name, but they and 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 uh, Gerard Butler's on this sheriff department task force to stop these things, and they're pretty much a badass task force. They 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 they, they shoot first and never ask questions. So um, they're on them. And they find out the Ice Cube son is in that, in, in that, so they get him to infiltrate. And it's just a badass, fucking, you know, uh, mystery type, you know, cop drama type deal. And Eric Bogosian from The Young and the Restless is in this movie. You're goddamn right, he is. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I'm checking out. I'm checking out the trailer right now. It actually does look freaking good. Oh, it's oh, awesome. Good. It
1: is up. awesome. Yeah. Good. Good movie. But not not making my list. Okay, but uh, next on my list now. Now, before I get to my two franchises that I want to talk about, I have to give an honorable mention to any movie that has Jerry Reed in it. Any movie that has Jerry Reed in there, whether it's Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, whether it's Smoking the Bandit. Uh, I will not watch Smoking the Bandit three though. But Jerry Reed is an underrated great Southern actor slash singer. My hats off to Jerry Reed. Now back to my list. <clears throat> First franchise that I, that is so underrated, but they are amazing kick-ass movies. The Boondock Saints. Oh yeah. So now, productive. now, part I, two was. I wouldn't consider
0: that as so bad. It's so good though, movie. But. Uh, oh,
1: but but, the, but but it gets z. I mean, it, it was only in theaters for like an hour. It got all its oh, fucking right. followers on on VHS on kids that sure. w- those were videotapes we used to watch, um, <laughs> and, and and then you they made what? a part yeah, two. The part two was the shit one. Part one was hmm. badass. Part one made you fucking want to be Irish, and if you were Irish, you really felt good about yourself. Believe me, I know. Um, <laughs> but part two was they they kind of made it a tad bit a little cartoony. And then they've been promising us part three for the last 20 years, and I've I've given up hope. But I I do love the Boondock Saints, and not a lot of people know about that.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, not that you mention it, you're right. That movie, the popularity for that movie did catch on a little. It took a while for people to figure it out.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, but Boondock Saints is fantastic. It's so good.
1: Oh, it is. All right, next one for you, sir.
0: All right, um... <clears throat> uh let me see here. Uh, how about uh Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith, he's Ooh. kind of been in a in a kind of in like in a weird little corner making movies, mm-hmm. you know, getting getting obscenely high on drugs and just <laughs> making some weird stuff, man. And um he made a few movies and uh I don't know where he's getting the money to do it, but he made this movie called Tusk in 2014. Oh yeah. And this movie is, is, of his of his more recent movies, this is probably his best one. It's so original, and he actually got the idea of it from reading Canadian newspapers, of all things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, I heard that they were going to ma- Now, I've never seen Tusk, because I can't find it anywhere ever. Um, mm. I heard that they were going to make a follow-up to that. Is there any truth to that?
0: No, oh, yeah, the, yeah, they're, 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 he has made follow-ups.
1: Oh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. He,
0: but he, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not the, it's not the kind of follow-up that you would expect. Mm-hmm. What he did was, um, so going back to that Canadian newspaper story, uh, it all revolves around this, uh, uh, this real-life uh, uh, Canadian uh, RMP or Royal Canadian Mounted Policeman. Uh, uh, named, uh, Guy LaPointe. And, uh, it's, it, it's, it's really, it would take way too long to explain, so I'm not okay. going to get too yeah. much into it. Um, but in this movie, I'll, i talking about this movie. Uh, Tusk is a movie that was inspired by, uh, like I said, a Canadian newspaper. Somebody put out a thing talking about, uh, his love affair with walruses.
5: Awesome. And
0: he, the, he he wants to have somebody move into his house, and he, he would let you live into his house for free. But once a week, you'd have to put on this walrus suit and, like, sit with him on the couch and, like, let him cuddle with you.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> so be. he
0: kind of took that concept and then ran with it, where he's like, what kind of fucking psycho does this?
5: Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Made a
0: homemade walrus suit. Wow. Uh and and in this movie, in this movie, you have uh, Justin Long. He's uh, he's like a like a YouTube blogger, and he ends up at this guy's house. But in this version, in the movie version, this guy's a fucking serial killer.
5: Oh dear lord!
0: Kind of like, kind of in the vein of Buffalo Bill, but he's obsessed with walruses. <laughs> And All right, <laughs> I'll I, let you kind of piece together I, from there. I, I, I'm going to try to
1: watch this movie. I'm going to have to watch a uh, Tusk uh, because uh, you know, you know what's funny? You bring up Kevin Smith movie and Tommy was supposed to be here today. Tommy is mm-hmm. the one who originally, way way back in the day, turned me on to Clerks. Um, we were having a phone conversation because I lived in Reno, he lived in Texas at the time, and he's like, "Hey man, mm-hmm. dude, you got to check out this fucking movie Clerks, man. It is fucking hilarious, brother." I was like, okay, and I could never, ever get it rented, and I finally got it rented, and I watched it, and I loved it immediately, and I became a Kevin Smith fan. Mallrats is truly such an underrated, great movie. Um, I, 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 I put Mallrats in the same vein with kind of, it, it's kind of like the vinegary version of Fast Times at Ridgemont High for me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's kind of a coming-of-age movie that isn't, all warm and fun like pastimes was, but it ends up being kind of cool. Um, Dogma, uh, the chasing Amy, but e- e- even even the terrible Jay and Silent Bob movies. I-, I love Kevin Smith. In my eyes, he doesn't do a lot wrong.
0: No, and, and his movies are always very inexpensive. They're always uh, they're always surprisingly well written. The one thing that Kevin Smith, I think, the thing that holds him up and keeps him relevant, is his ability to write dialogue. And, and goddamn, if this motherfucker can't write some goddamn dialogue, he, he can. Knows how to. Yeah, if he just, if you just want to write a scene where people are just sitting around in a room talking, Kevin Smith's your guy.
1: How great would his version of Superman been with Nick Nick Cage?
0: It would have been fucking stupendous. Uh, did you go see the Flash movie?
1: I have not seen the Flash movie yet. Uh, it, why, do they make a reference or something?
0: Yes, they do. Oh, my God. They do. They make a reference okay. to Kevin Smith and Superman.
1: Uh, because Kevin Smith writing Superman and Nick Cage was supposed to be that Superman, that would have been pro- that would have been Deadpool before Deadpool, I think. you know, and, and that's why I like Deadpool is because it's written for adults. Uh, Clerks mm-hmm. is good. The first Jane and Silent Bob strike back was good. The reboot kid with kids sucked. Ezra Miller's a pedo. Zach and Mary make a porno was so good. Uh, I, I I have to get by my my hatred of um, Seth uh, Rogen for Zach and Mary make a porno because it is a Kevin Smith joint, and I just oh I hate Seth Rogen so much, so much. <laughs> All right, the last the, the last one on my list here, Christopher. No, and we're not done. I mean, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about for another at least ten, fifteen minutes. Um, the last one on my list, these movies get absolutely hold on, let me let me go to the website. And these are awesome, awesome movies. I I look at it like this. You and I both enjoyed Cocaine Bear this year, correct? Oh yeah. Why? Because it was mindless. It was stupid. It was entertainment with no political agenda behind it. It was fun. It was. It was fun. And these two movies are so much fun. One came out in 2006. I think part two came out in 2009. The Crank franchise. Jason Statham as Chev Chelios, a hitman. And, and and Dwight Yoakam's in it, and Dwight Yoakam's an asshole in it, and it is it is so phenomenal. The action, Corey Corey Haim is in this movie in part two. I mean, that's how fucking good the Crank movies were. I, I I can't get enough of Crank. Whenever Cranks on, I just change the channel. Boom, Cranks on. Bam. It's it's it, it's it, those
0: movies are. F-U-N fun. Yeah. Like, it's it, it non-stop. It just keeps, it, it, the movie, those movies don't take a break. And I don't know how the hell you have two complete movies where it's just, they, they pedal to the metal and they just do not stop. And, and it lives up to the name. It lives up to the name.
1: It, it, it does. Uh, I want to see something here because I always, um, I always hear rumors, you know, swirling. Oh, co-creator says why we won't see Crank 3 for, uh, for a while is because of Jason Satham's schedule. I want a Crank 3. I need a Crank 3. I have to have Crank 3. I just have to. I mean, it, 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 parts 1 and 2 with Amy Smart were just too good. We, we have to have part 3. Mm-hmm. I need to see Chev Chelios actually die in a movie. Where he doesn't have the super doctor of Dwight Yoakum and his fat black hooker at his side. I mean, Jesus Christ. Is Doc going to have to choke a bitch out? He actually says that in the damn movie. Uh, all right, what do you got left?
0: Okay, so my last one, uh, the last movie that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, actually, it was your hunter from the future? But we kind of went out a little bit out of order. Um, last movie I'm talking about today is 2005. Keanu Reeves, mm. Constantine. This movie is nobody. Okay, so I went to go see this movie the day, the day it came out, opening opening night, right? Mm-hmm. Opening night, I went to go see this movie. I was the only person in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nobody <laughs> saw this fucking movie, and it's <coughs> great. Like, legitimately, it's fucking good. It's a DC movie that nobody realizes is a DC movie because nobody knows who John Constantine is. Right. But it's it's fucking great, man. Holy shit, this movie ha- is is all about fucking uh, the devil trying to come back to trying to come back to Earth. Because somebody found the spear of destiny, the spear that that, that, that killed Christ, that pierced the, that pierced Jesus. That, that, you know, Satan wants to get his hands on this uh, on this fucking thing, and he's gonna come back, and it's gonna be you know the Antichrist is gonna take over the world and destroy everything. Mm-hmm. And and John Constantine uh, has to has to stop him, and it's got Rachel Weisz in it, um, uh, Shia LaBeouf in it before nice. Shia LaBeouf went completely fucking nuts. And, and it's, it's just really good, man. It's, it's a fantastic fucking movie. Literally nobody fucking saw it.
1: Nobody. Well, I, I, I have a theory. I have a theory why nobody saw this movie. Um, it came out in 2005. The reason why nobody saw this movie is Keanu Reeves had already made this movie, and it was in 1997 called The Devil's Advocate, where he battles Al Pacino, hoo-ha, the devil. I'm gonna play the <laughs> devil in a movie. You see, Keanu's gonna come to me and say, "Hey, I want something cool," and I'll go, "Well, I'll give it to you if you give me your
0: soul." <laughs> I mean, you know, you probably got it. You probably—that's probably what it was. People saw this movie and they're like, "Fucking Al Pacino's not in it. Fuck it." Yeah, and they, I they mean, didn't go. I mean, that was the—that
1: was right near the beginning, and this is why I love Al Pacino so much. It started with that movie he was in with, uh, uh, well, well, oh, Faith and Begara. I'm, oh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, the, the yelling started then. It, and it was a small scene, and it was like, ah, I'm going to go to the hot dog stand. And then Al was like, ooh, I found something there. And from that... Wait, he,
0: you're, not, you're not talking about Son of a Woman, are you?
1: No, no, no. Oh, well, I I... Well... Sen of a Woman did kind of start it off, I guess. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, but it, it, it continued uh, to grow every movie from there on out.
0: <laughs> I mean, what, what, what I find interesting is the louder the louder Al Pacino got during his his career, mm-hmm. the quieter uh, Robert De Niro got.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my God, that, that right there! I, I mean, we just correct the mundo. I mean, we, we we may we we may have found King Solomon's treasure with that right there because we figured it out. I mean, the the hoo-haws in sin of a woman that led on to when he made the movie Sea of Love, where he goes, "She's got a great ass,
0: great ass." <laughs> I mean,
1: or, or, no, it wasn't That was uh, that was the shootout movie with with a uh, De Niro. She's got a great ass. And he's just yeah, continued oh to yell ever since then, and I love it. I can't, if Al Pacino were to ever speak in a movie again, I would be upset.
0: <laughs> He'd be like, hey, hey, wait, 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 what are you fucking told me the secret? <laughs> Stand to deliver, Al. Come on, man, give it to us.
1: Chasman says, Constantine is one of my favorite fucking movies. I just watched it about a month ago. Now I need to watch it again. So there you go.
0: There, there it is, Chaz. Jazz. Jazz, you're right with me, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie is legitimately a fucking good-ass movie. Nobody's seen it. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows it. Nobody knows it exists.
1: Well, man, that's crazy. Um, All right, so I've got you for a few more minutes, if you don't mind. Um, oh, sure. You know what? Uh, let's take a look at, real quick, the, uh, the summer movies. I know we've done this uh, before, but we're going to do it again, so... Uh, by the way, uh I noticed that you did not do a review and it's quite all right for uh no hard feelings with uh Jennifer uh whatever her name is, Jennifer Lawrence. Mhm. Uh I noticed that there was no review for that. No just no asteroid city better choice.
0: Yeah, that that's the movie that was kind of sp- speaking to me more. Um I I I'm not much of a Jennifer Lawrence fan.
1: No. I heard she gets naked in this movie and I still don't even want that.
0: Yeah, no, I am right with you, man. It's like if anything that that makes me not want to see it more.
1: Um all right, let's see uh we got we we have Indiana Jones coming out today. You and I are both I'm excited, but it, it, it it's a it's a controlled excitement. If there can be such a thing.
0: Uh, it, to me it's 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 almost like it's almost like I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm on my way to go see an execution and I'm hoping the governor makes a phone call.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's how a, I feel. That's such a good way to put it. Um, OK, uh, on Friday, July 7th, we have a couple movies. That's next week. Um I don't know if you're a fan of the Insidious franchise, but the next one, the Red Door comes out, and the movie Joyride comes out. This is the movie where we get this fantastic line from
6: Lines Off Limits to Ching Chongs. Um
1: Oh yeah, that one actually looks kinda funny. Where the, the, the girls go and look for the girls' real parents in China. I mean, there's only a billion mm-hmm. people to look through.
0: Yeah, well, easy, easy, no problem. Mm-hmm. They're
1: Asian, they'll figure it out. They're smart. <laughs> Just ask Mage. All right, so those will be the two big movies next week. Uh, Let's see. Stackar says hopefully Shia LaBeouf makes a surprise appearance. I walk out if Shia LaBeouf is in the Indiana Jones. I'm walking out. I'm leaving. Um, Then we got to wait till uh, uh, July 12th, which is a Wednesday. It's a big one. The next Mission Impossible movie.
0: Any excitement oh, yeah. for you on that Mission Impossible a trip to the rotorooter?
1: <laughs> so, so, you, are you as excited about that as me?
0: I, I excited is not the word I would use, but
1: yes. Uh, see, I, I'm being sarcastic because I hate the Mission Impossible <laughs> movies. I, I look, look, <laughs> I have to suspend my disbelief so, so much to believe that Tom Cruise can whip anybody's ass.
0: like that. Yeah, the, I, I don't have an issue him in a, in a fighter jet, but I do have an issue with him in fistfight.
1: Yeah, see, see, he's the perfect height for a fighter jet pilot because they're, they're not really tall yeah. people. See, I, I, I can buy that. I can totally buy that. But, you know, when, when they released Reacher on Prime last year, and the guy mm-hmm. who's playing Jack Reacher is like 6'5", and he's like 290, and it's all muscle... That's the Jack oh, Reacher yeah. character that we all believed, not Tom Cruise.
0: No, no, no. A- anytime Tom Cruise is, is, is like, playing that tough guy role, or he's like, he's like, hey, you know, I'm telling you, you wanted this. I'm reminding you, you know. Y- you just know that if the camera pans down, he's standing on a box. <laughs> or the other actors on their knees. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh Let's see um, the the then after that we gotta wait a couple weeks. It Doesn't look like anything really good comes out on the fourteenth. Oh, I'm sorry, the Barbie movie comes out July nineteenth.
0: Mm-hmm. Rebecca, looking oh. at you. Oh yeah, go boy, watch
1: that one. Um, all right, then we have Friday, July twenty first. This one's getting all kinds of rave and reviews, and everybody's talking about it. And I honestly have zero interest in it and i like the guy who's playing the lead role and that's oppenheimer
0: oh yeah i'm actually interested in this movie you know it's it it looks really it looks really good uh the the directing you know is going to be just fantastic uh uh because uh freaking christopher nolan just always does he knows how to handle these kind of serious stories um as long as we're not jumping in and out of people's dreams, I think it's going to be a really, really good movie.
1: Now, now let me ask you, okay. Uh, so that was Inception that you just made fun of. Let, let, <laughs> let, 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 let me ask you a real question. It, it, and I want you to be 100% serious, because I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Inception and uh, uh, Interstellar, and then that mm-hmm. that that crap movie that with uh with with uh Denzel Washington's son that was released a couple years ago that went backwards, Um Tenet, Tenet That's it. I, I still don't understand any of those movies. I, I I still have no clue what they're about. To this day, no clue.
0: You know, and, and that's that's you're probably better off, honestly.
1: I mean did, did did they have a meaning? I mean the the interstellar thing was what different universes exist. So okay, I'm leaving. This is stupid. It's
0: it's it's Christopher Nolan trying to trying to prove how smart he is by making stories way too complicated.
5: Mm. More way more
0: complicated than he need to be. And you know, he kind of had that he kind of went through that phase. I, I I I hope he's out of it. You know, doing doing Oppenheimer, it, it's it's How the fuck is he going to embellish anything? You know. Well, so I.
1: This is what I'm afraid. This is the reason why I'm not really looking forward to it. Is I don't know if he's going to be able to keep his political opinions to himself in this movie. And I think this is going to be far too political based of a movie, and I'm not going to like it. That that's just my personal feelings.
0: You know, uh, well, jeez, I I honestly, I hadn't thought about that shit. I know, <laughs> I'm I a bummer, aren't I? And it, gets, and it gets that preachy? Oh, my God. You, know what? you might get a fucking pretty angry review the next
1: morning. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to ruin it for you. I, I, I promise I'm not. But they, I, I just have to, when I when I see, like, historical movies like that being made, I kind of get a little edgy. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else? I know the movie that I'm wanting to see, it doesn't come out till. Till August When does it come Wait hold on Did I miss it The movie that I'm Looking forward to The most I think This summer Is Oh here it is It comes out Friday August 18th And it's got Will Ferrell And Jamie Foxx In it And they're doing The voices of dogs In a movie called Strays Have you yeah, seen Yeah that
0: movie Does look pretty good <laughs> I, I've
1: seen the previews And the previews Are kind of hysterical I have to say That they're, they're really Really funny And I really hope it's good. But I'm not...
0: It's a road trip movie with dogs. Yes. And their goal is to bite their owner's dick off. That's... I mean, what more do you need to say?
1: That's mindless entertainment at its finest. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, Christopher, I've had you on. Uh, It's your birthday. I want you to get to your birthday festivities. Uh, Enjoy your uh, chicken pizza. Or pizza chicken? I, I, I don't remember what pizza you... Chicken. Pizza chicken. Pizza uh, Have a great day today. Uh, happy birthday, my friend. You deserve uh, all the compliments and everybody to shower you with admiration today.
0: Well, thank you so much, you guys. Uh, Merry Miss everybody. And thank you, Arnie, for, for allowing me to do the things that I do. Uh, and it, it, I can't describe how much it means to me. That I get to that I get to help every day with the show every 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 little bit I can do, um, and it's just it means the world to me and I can't say that enough. Thank you so much. Well,
1: you are very welcome. Now, it, depending on how long Joe goes, uh, we we might have to switch up your music here. I, I switched up a little bit your first play set. Uh, so uh, the first song uh, that you've picked. Uh, oh, I I have to play your sweeper because uh, Christopher did some voice work. And he sent it to me, and uh, he goes, Will this work? And I said, Oh, this will work out perfectly. So I put this together.
0: You're listening to the Ass Radio Christopher Miss Special. Celebrating 38 years by bringing you all the butt rock hits that you crave.
1: Uh, Christopher picked out all three to start the show, and uh, his first pick is uh, a band called Creed. Christopher, uh, before I let you go, let me say it one more time. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. All right, bud. See ya. Uh, There you go. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can find me. Hit me up on Mixler. Lake Tahoe, Murphy, Nats!
2: get so red And what the hell is on Joe? He said This is where I grew up I think the prison owner fixed it up I never knew he we ever went without The second floor is hot for sneaking up And this is where I went to school Most of the time had better things to do Criminal records are broken twice I must have done it half a dozen times I wonder if it's too late Should I go back and try to graduate? Last better now than it was back then If I was them, I wouldn't let me
1: god nickelback is that what it feels like to be gay i had to drop the two dicks i was holding to type this oh some people liked it jen loved it uh you can paint my pay she loves creed uh let's see christopher wasn't so likable i'd hate him for the music uh douglas says i do appreciate you taking one for the team with all the shitty movies you have to see yeah uh, never, ever let Christopher make a playlist again. Uh, friends don't let friends do Nickelback. That's gay. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. I'm surprised you didn't select what in the butt <laughs> and how bad this is. Uh, you goddamn right, Ken Dog. My dick just got smaller and I didn't think that could happen because I'm Asian and it's already small. That was very late 90s, early 2000 lists. I'm guessing Christopher was 18 to 25 when those came out. Bush was the best pick of the three. Ugh, gosh, that was bad. All right, um, we got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy um, uh, to get his, his opinions on the world uh, as we know it today. Um, call. Oh, you fucking piece of shit phone. Oh, I'm so tired of this damn phone doing this to me. I lost all the, ba- really. I lost all the bars. And now I have all the bars back. Really. You better call. There it is. It's working now. At least, maybe. Hello, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, please.
7: Oh wait, hold on. Oh yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, hey, what's up, Barney?
1: Hey, buddy, how you doing, my man? Thank you so much for being so flexible this week. I'm sorry that I had to put you through that rigmarole. And you know how
7: hectic my schedule is.
1: Oh, I know. And and, and you put it all aside for, for for us today, and I can't say thank you enough, Joe.
7: After, you know, I blew off a 6 a.m. tea time at Lake Ridge. Just, oh. you know, to be here, but that's fine.
1: Uh, you know what, the Lake Ridge, that, that golf course sucks except for the 17th hole. Come on now.
7: Well, I think it's the fifteenth. The island.
1: Is, is that it? The fifteenth hole. That course it's the 15th
7: is fifteenth. Is yeah. The island green.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that course is crap except for that hole. I I'm not a big fan of it. Arrow Arrow Creek or uh, yeah, I think Arrow Creek or whatever it is. Arrowhead up there. That one's a way better yeah. course.
7: Yeah. Arrow Creek. Wolf Run's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I like Wolf Run. I, I, I shot one of my lowest rounds ever there. I shot a 75 there when I came back to golf, and I was so excited. Cool. I, it would. Uh, I, I might have broken par because there's one downhill par four that I think I hit it over the green.
7: So what's your handicap then?
1: Uh, food. Um. Ow, uh, rim shot. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't play much anymore. The the best I ever got. I was a, I I was a four. That was the best I ever got, and then then I just, I got married the first time, and it went away, and then. It came back, and then it really came back, and then it went away again. So, uh, but yeah, four four was the best I ever played.
7: Okay, yeah, you know, I, when I was working security once, I got to sit with Alice Cooper. Mm. You know, and of course, he loves talking golf. Sure. Yeah, He played at Lake Ridge that day before the show. You know, he's a scratch golfer. You know.
1: Oh yeah, I got to uh, I got to actually play with the guys from Queens Reich at Lake Ridge once. That was a fun day. Um,
7: They have a Jet City woman with them
1: They did not have it But you know what's so funny Is that the guitar player Chris DeGarmo He brought us on the bus To show us South Park Before it was even released It was the Brian Boitano Versus Jesus cartoon He had a copy of it And he showed it to us And we were dying laughing And then like three years later South Park came out
7: (laughs) See So The Brian Boitano who was he fighting jesus jesus right yeah that would be uh, and i'm sure they did some stuff with it and i'm sure uh south park uh you know went a little on the uh, uh risque side maybe got- maybe
1: a little bit maybe just a tad bit <laughs> now now joe i did warn you about this story uh but we, we gotta get to this before you update us on this weird jimmy johnson story um the experts have come out, yeah, and they've they've tried to settle an age old debate. Okay. Now, I would like to know where you stand on this debate, my friend.
7: Well, what I say goes, so it doesn't really. Let's do it.
1: Uh, where does ketchup need to be stored? In the cabinet uh, or in the fridge?
7: Here's my thing. I go obviously, I go dry storage until I crack that sucker. Okay. Okay. Then when I crack it. Um, you know, sometimes it gets thrown in, but, but I, you know, I, it's the one you can keep out. You know, that is the one that you can, you can use it and still keep it. You know, mayo, once you crack it, you got to put it in the fridge. Yeah. Ketchup, you know, I think you're going to be okay, you know, if you leave it out.
1: But which do you prefer? I mean, which, which way do you do it? Do you leave oh, it wow. in the fridge or do you keep it out?
7: Let's say the roommate likes it in the fridge. We put it in the fridge. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: Now, see, I've always been a fridge guy. I've always yeah, been a fridge yeah. guy well, because, like you said, once you crack that baby open, same with mustard. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. You I was thinking, you know what, I, when you were talking, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, man, already for that, uh, you know, keeping it because it last. But the whole time, that's what I'm saying. I, I got to go with the, with the uh, cold because that's what I do. And I, you know, I was thinking, man, maybe already looked it up and it's better, you know, to do it in dry through after but I still had to go with the fridge because now. yeah I'm a fridge guy
1: now, now Remy says my wife keeps syrup in the fridge No, you don't no. need to keep syrup in the fridge no. No.
7: no 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 I get it out of a maple tree every morning so it doesn't matter
1: and, and you know there's nothing wrong if you're out at a restaurant well maybe at a restaurant it, it's frowned upon but at home if you want to pop the top off the syrup bottle and you know maybe take a pull or two there's nothing wrong with that
7: you know, yeah, like you're, like you're getting a couple of uh, uh, rips off of a pint of lager.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Just like that, you don't have to down it like in the movie Super Troopers. But, you know, a couple pulls, boy, that that gets your heart going.
7: And I love the chocolate syrup double dipper that boom, boom. All oh, these hey now, on hey phone. now.
1: Stackhar says, what about pickles? Well, I throw pickles in the trash. That's where pickles go, the trash.
7: You're not, a big, you're not a pickle guy? No, I so hate pickles. I get that. You know what I do? When I get a hamburger, when I pull the pickles off. And sometimes if I feel like a pickle, I'll eat some of it. But I never leave them on my the burger. I always pull them off and eat them.
1: No, I I have to order it without pickles on there because even if it's got the pickle taste on there, the burger's wrong. <laughs> I, know. I can...
7: um,
1: Now, oh, now what's going on? Now, this is race car driver Jimmy Johnson. I heard something about, like, his... His family's all fucked up Or his family got
7: killed Well, well you know we're, we're, we're focusing on all this, you know Pride months and things like that You know, we really did look at mental health And start looking at that I mean, this is like, you know, we'll talk about the gymnast She's, you know, that's why she took uh, Jimmy Johnson I, I believe it was his um, Daughter's uh, Husband or, or it, was, it, it was an aunt or a cousin Mm-hmm. And uh, now I, uh, now I don't uh, remember what it was But Hold yeah, I know it was like an aunt or a cousin It was an aunt I, I know he had this. He was an in-law dude. I'm sure of that Right And
1: uh, Okay, here it is I got the headline Nephew of Jimmy Johnson Killed by grandmother in murder-suicide Was adored in school, says principal
7: So, read that once again
1: um, the nephew of Jimmy Johnson was killed by his grandmother in a murder suicide, which was uh, and the kid was adored in school. And it happened the in Muskogee. Yeah, grandma shot him and, and killed him. It was it happened in Muskogee, Oklahoma, the only decent place in Oklahoma that they've now ruined.
7: Wow. I know a few um, Okies from there.
1: Yes, yes. Um Wow. Crazy story.
7: So there's a total of three dead, right? Murder, suicide?
1: Uh, let's see. Um, I
7: thought, I thought there was a total of three,
1: I, I, I guess, but it, this is just saying the, the grandma and the, the kid, um, said the murder, so, suicide. But, okay. So, 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 was released. so yeah,
7: uh, you know, that's just crazy. I mean, Jimmy Johnson, he's not going to race this weekend, right? which I, I wouldn't either. That's just, you know, you never know you just never know what's in it, but it's really a bummer when they got to take someone with them. You yeah. know, if you want to go, go, but don't, you know, don't, uh, you know, that's just to me, it, 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 that's a bullshit way out, but I know it's a mental health issue and, uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how you could shoot a kid yeah. And then of, course, I, of course I mean if I didn't even plan on shooting myself after I shot the kid, I'd saw what I did, I'd probably shoot myself anyway. Well I guess
1: I guess she killed her husband too, because that was the other body, because they're yeah, the There parents. you go, three husband <laughs> or yeah, they're probably the, her
7: grandson or something like that.
1: They're the parents yeah. of the lady who Jimmy Johnson married.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Parents, yeah, are wow. yeah, father. Wow. Yeah, it's just great. You know, do you think about because I knew someone – we both knew uh, this disc jockey. Yeah. And he, he struggled and ended up, you know, um, uh, you know, killing himself. And uh, right up to that date, I I was uh, uh, talking to him like every day. Like, nothing was wrong, uh, you know. And, and then, bam, just mm-hmm. – just going, and he's working Monday Night Football at Fantasy Girls. So he's picking up 300 bucks yep. to watch Monday Night Football at a strip club. Now, you tell me that's not one of the greatest gigs.
1: Amen. Oh, I look, hey, when I had my suicide attempt, I the, it, it is a mental health thing. I didn't know why I was clinically depressed. I had no clue. I thought I was just fucking living life, and I had just had enough of life, and I didn't want any more of it. And now I I can't get enough life. It's fantastic, except, you know, the way America is going right now. But that's a whole different story. Uh, But I I don't want to die anymore. I don't want to die at my own hands. But I had to get help for that. And it's important. And I'm glad you brought up Simone Biles because that's the next story because I have a big problem with this. Um, Simone Biles, the Olympic gymnast who's like the greatest gymnast in the world, is now back – competing and trying to make the uh, Olympic team. How you feel yes. about that, Joe?
7: Well, let's get an age on her first off.
1: Uh, twenty-six years old.
7: Twenty-six. Now women in you know when, when women at the peak of their athleticism is about a year or two younger than that. You know, and I'm not lying, you know, men peak in their mid twenties, you know, the strongest and the fastest sure. they are. Um, but uh, so 26 you know, she left because of she, she had to deal with her mental health. Is that not yeah, that's she, she, uh, yeah, she
1: was leading the games, and then she just quit to deal with mental health issues.
7: Right, right. She just she quit right in the middle of it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I remember that, too. I've never been a big fan of hers at all. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with her color, of course. Uh, well, I would hope uh, not. Well, I, you know, I don't know why I say that, but, but it's just, I, maybe I was watching too much Bird versus Magic uh, documentaries. <laughs> so the whole thing of Boston, I think. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kill those my boy. Um, let's see, you know, you know I, 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 she's going to be good if she's good, which you know, we know she's, what, the best in the world ever, they're saying?
1: They, they said that she could be the greatest gymnast of all time, but, but here's my problem. Here's my problem I got. I understand about mental struggles, okay? I, I, and I'm the first one that will listen to you, and I'm the first one that, that will try to help you when it comes to that. When, when, when you get to the pinnacle point of your existence, you don't walk away. You, you're mentally tougher than that, because it takes a mentally strong person to get through the training she's had to get. To me, it was a cop-out. To me, it was it was nothing more than a, a, an attention grab at something she was going after, and it was very important what they were going after, because they were trying to jail that guy that was deadling them all. And I get it, but you don't quit on your team.
7: Yeah. You just don't quit yeah, on your yeah. team. Were you, were, you just, were you just mad with trying to, trying to make everybody mad? Or did you really? Was it really the end of the road? You don't want me asking.
1: Oh, for me? Oh, I was at the yeah. end of the road. I didn't leave a note. I turned off my phones. I kept cutting my wrist till I would I would bleed out.
7: But well, you I bitch! I swear to God. Okay, yeah. go ahead.
1: But uh, yeah, I, oh, it was the end for me. I was done. D U N yeah. done. And uh, and, yeah. and and I quit. Yeah. And 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 I totally quit on my life. But. Putting on your team in the middle of event, I, I still have a big problem with it.
7: Still a huge yeah, problem. Yeah, you, it. Know, you know, it, and, and I'll tell you another thing. Maybe somebody knows the uh, the exact uh, um, uh, passage or the uh, what book it is in the Bible. You know, the God, I you know, I take care of the birds every day. Don't you think you're better than the birds? I got you. You know. Yeah. It doesn't say quite like that, but it's in there too. You know. So I never give up because I'll tell you what, the day I give up. The next day, there's going to be that guy with the big check at my door. Yeah. Like, you won the, the public, he's clearing yeah. out. Well, I'm waiting until my ship comes in. i want to be here when that, when that shit pulls in. You know
1: what, Joe? That's an awesome way to look at things. Yeah, it, I, I mean, that is truly an awesome way to look at it because you're absolutely right. Because that that would be, and your last name just happens to be Murphy, that would be Murphy's Law. It, it it would have to be that, that Ed McMahon from the grave yeah. shows up and you're out. Ed
7: McMahon's alive again and he shows up at my door with the giant check. Yeah, uh,
1: and, and, and and this year's the newest year and it's a hundred million dollars they give you and all the taxes are paid.
7: Or or the guy that stole my identity and stole my uh uh covet uh unemployment. Okay. Um mm-hmm. uh, Thousands and thousands of those They call and go, "Hey, we caught the guy. Here's your money." Mm-hmm. See, even like that, I'll take it. You know, but it, it, something will always. You know, there's going to be something going to happen. You know, so I, I like I said, I'm I'm waiting till my ship comes in. Yeah. I'm going to be it there when it comes in. I'm not checking out early.
1: Chasman says, "I feel the same way, Joe. Don't quit before the miracle happens." Um, <laughs> Joe, is, uh, there's a show that was on TV, and I talk about it a lot on this show, and the show deals a lot with mental health. And that show was Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, um, one of the best shows I've ever seen. And they, there's a yeah. passage in there that they talk about, and they just say, "Keep playing. Don't matter if you're winning or losing. You got to keep playing. Keep playing. Got to keep, keep playing. playing.
7: And and, oh, and man, I mean, look at this. Stuff. I you know what? I I, I get excited. I don't get the mail. Wow, I went to one Willing to get the mail. to see what's in there. Yeah. You know, like. You know everything just you you know I I don't want to you know, and when, you know talk about burdening people with but trust me when I check out somebody's got a couple of dollars because you know <laughs> or they're going to throw me out down some bird eye ditch, uh, but uh, yeah that's you know i have always had, I'm always a glass half full I know that's the cliche thing but I always am. Um, I never did. I've I've had some rocky, rocky bottom shitbag times, and thought when was the darkness end? And uh, it ended. It's fine. You you know you pull through. You just keep you just keep moving, like yeah. you said.
1: Keep playing. Just keep playing. And and, I understand Simone Biles had some mental issues going during the Olympics, and that's terrible. I imagine a lot of those athletes have a lot of mental issues going. Can you imagine what it's like to be? on a team with a dictator as a, a leader like I don't know like you know the soccer teams or the Iranian fucking soccer teams where they'll get killed if they don't do well that's some or fucking issues right there. yeah I mean uh, those are some real issues there and, and and I'm not saying Simone Biles didn't have real issues
7: but, well, but remember, you know, the, remember the, the, the Michigan State guy the doctor that little yeah. pe- that little wimpy guy that got changed for messing with the girls um, the gym guy, the gymnast. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure there's some incidents and stuff. You know, and and you know, girls don't want to. You know, they don't want to. They don't want to, wanna to tell anybody about it. You know, they want to move on. You know, and stuff and, and that's because of the stigma. You know that, you know, they'll be you know, oh, you know, they, they had sex with another man, yeah. whatever. And it, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, you know, because rape is a is an act of violence not an act of active control and, and anybody that does it is a weak person so women should come forward more but you know there's got to be some girls that have, have seen that side of the creepy gymnast coach
1: oh yeah absolutely absolutely and it's terrible and, and and i'm glad that they're getting people like that out of sports i mean it's not what we need sports for and and it, sports in today's current environment is going down a very strange weird pathetic road in my opinion when it comes to this whole transgender issue i do not understand how people don't have a problem with it i don't get it as soon as there's like
7: 500 transgenders in sports okay and they're all went from uh men to women and there's zero that went from women to men somebody might look at it and go hey I think I see a problem. This not work out. It's not really fair. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll
1: be too late. Yeah. That's too late. See, we, we can't let it get that far because then they'll, they'll have. It, it, it's like when somebody fucking, you know, claims residency in your house, a squatter, because you can't kick them out for 30 days. And then you need the sheriff to do it. So you're going to have to do the same thing with them. And Keep it down so- they're doing work on the other
7: apartment. Okay, yeah. just- <laughs> <laughs> Keep but, uh- it down the neighbors will hear this. I don't I – don't- okay, go
1: ahead. Um, but but it, it brings us to our next story here. Um, the NHL has announced that they are getting rid of all, all commemorative warm-up jerseys for next season due to the pride controversy that happened this year in hockey. So no more Memorial Day
7: jerseys? The guys with with no teeth and and just just, just slam you into the boards and whack the crap out of you? Um, You know, those guys got hit by the Pride uh, thing, huh?
1: Well, a few teams had warm-up jerseys that had the Pride logo on there, the rainbow or whatever. Yeah. And a couple players from a couple teams said, hey, look, and I, I think one was like, you know, Russian, Greek, Orthodox or whatever. He's yeah. like, look, yeah. I, I don't guys, but I really have a problem. Yeah, He's yeah. like, look, I, I can't wear this. I, I can't support this. I, I don't support this. And, you know, he was I do, I do
7: not support this. <laughs> you know, and, uh, this guy's gonna be, yeah, they're going to be much more on it.
1: And, and they sat out warm-ups. And, and this happened in a bunch of places all over the league. So now you're not going to get any Memorial Day warm-ups, no... You know, cancer research yeah. warm-ups, nothing like that. Thanks for doing it for the rest of us. But in a way, I got to say, I'm happy about it. You know why? Because I don't like any of those when I go to a game. I don't yeah. like any of them. I
7: want the I want the game jersey.
1: Yeah, I, I want the game. I, I, I'm, I'm glad
7: that I mean, there's... If I was going to buy a jersey, of course, my main thing is I'm at the game, you know.
1: Yeah, but, but the whole thing to me is this, is that I go to the game for the game. I don't go for the game for the political message that they're trying to agendifies uh, or agendacize that night at the game.
7: Don't why doesn't uh, Donald Trump get to give a speech then every at every ballpark or or you know somebody else? Why do we share their views before we before they throw out the, the first pitch and it lands like three feet in front of them? Oh, so sorry. What? What? I, what?
1: Why can't we just get back to bobblehead and shitty commemorative Jersey nights? And, and like,
7: you know, $2 dog night or That's, something. Come on.
1: I mean, these are the ways that you fill up. The ballpark is with cool shit like that. Not because, Hey, we're, we're paying tribute to the whatever fallen victims of this, that, and, the other. and I ain't got no problem with it. Except i, I, I I'll,
7: I'll turn to that channel if I want to hear about it.
1: I, I, I don't have a problem. Except, I just want to escape the real world for two and a half or three hours and watch my first-place Texas Rangers like I'm uh, going to go do Monday. Start.
7: I noticed they won last night, too.
1: Oh, they dominated. I'm going Monday against the Astros. Whoop,
7: whoop. that, that going to be at, uh, what is the ballpark name, George W's ballpark here? Uh
1: It's named uh, Globe Life uh, Park or Globe Life, Globe Life Field.
7: Globe Life Park. Yeah. you know. Well, they all got to get sponsors. The only one that hasn't had a sponsor yet is, is, uh, you know, well, not the only one. Uh, Nebraska is still uh, Tom Osborne Field at Memorial Stadium.
1: God bless. Hey, it's still Darrell K. Royal Memorial Stadium in Austin.
7: Yeah. yeah. It, all See, the major that's league real parks. College. That's real college, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way we do it.
1: Yeah. I, I, look, I used to know all the names of all the ballparks, all the county stadiums, all the municipal parks, all that kind of stuff. But now everybody's got a corporate sponsor. When when the Rangers had Old Ranger Stadium, a stadium I dearly miss, and it was a t- it was terrible. It was the worst stadium in the world, but I loved it because it was my stadium. And then they got the Ballpark in Arlington. That was the greatest name ever for a fucking place, the Ballpark in Arlington. And then they changed it to Globe Life, and now it's well. We got to get the money. Yeah, exactly. It's all yeah. about that money. You know, it, it brings up a funny thing. I I had this story, and I wasn't ready. I I didn't know if we'd get to it, but uh. Uh, who do you think? And I have a list of the priciest hot dogs and priciest beers in Major League Baseball. Who wow. do you think has the most the the most inexpensive hot dogs in Major League Baseball?
7: Most inexpensive hot dogs. I gotta go with the Milwaukee Brewers.
1: Now, not a bad choice. They come in one, two, three, four, fifth place.
7: Oh, maybe Oakland. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I thought that too. And you know, the funny thing about Oakland is Oakland is the second highest. Well, yeah. at $7 and 79 cents. Milwaukee now, is $4. You know, that?
7: You know, what's the roughest part of San Francisco, Oakland? You know, and you get robbed no matter what, when you go that town.
1: <laughs> you do. Um, are you ready to be blown away? There is no. If I gave you every pick in Major League Baseball, I think this would be one of your last picks. Are you ready? Yeah,
7: I'm ready. I'm, yeah, go ahead.
1: The average price for a hot dog is $3 at Miami Marlins games.
7: Wow, wonder what kind of dog they're serving up, though.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I, I, I think these are all just based on regular, plain hot dogs. Just sta- no, no stadium. You know, just the the regular yeah. dog that you get.
7: Yeah. Three Probably. bucks. That's just, that's just weird, yeah. Miami. You know, you think because uh, you know, I'm a regular down at South Beach.
1: Oh, I know. I, I believe me. I know. I, I've seen you in all the parties and all the glam shots. lot do a lot of, a lot of uh, clubbing. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I hear you. Uh, but three bucks, it, it blows me away. Do you happen to know who the most expensive stadium dog would be?
7: The, the Giants.
1: Ah, very good. They are about five from the bottom at $7.75. No. At a whopping cost. The only stadium where it's more than $8 for a hot dog. Camden Yards, the Baltimore Orioles.
7: Having a great season, by the way, but uh, yeah, that's uh, Baltimore. Come on, because they're known for their dogs.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, they're kind of known for crab cakes, but yeah, you, you know, the Dodgers are six ninety nine, Rangers six ninety nine, the Yankees are five ninety nine.
7: You know, that's not bad. I was way off. I haven't been to a big league ballpark in a while. I was going to think they were up around nine ninety nine and stuff, yeah. but look you know, that's they're still high for a hot dog. I mean. But uh, but you know uh, not as not as high as I thought. I now, thought they were going to be a little higher. Now, when it comes to beer,
1: what stadium do you think? And, and we have the the price per ounce. So we're we're going to base this on a ten ounce beer. How much it is per ounce?
7: I believe they say statistically speaking, yes. I believe the Milwaukee Brewers would have it again.
1: Um, well. Probably. Boy, huh? oh boy, you—they are—they—they they are near the bottom, my friend. Uh, they charge sixty-nine cents an
7: ounce. Wow. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so like seventy cents times sixteen, that would be seven bucks, and then it's like like eleven bucks for a beer, probably yeah, or something, something right like that. There, yeah, Jeez. yeah.
1: See, I'm basing on ten ounce because I can do the ten ounce math easier. So that that would be six dollars right. and ninety cents.
7: ninety six. Six yeah. ninety six ninety. Throw another buck or two on there because you know it's probably a twelve ounce at least. But yeah.
1: Yeah exactly exactly but but so so the Milwaukee Brewers are 69 cents um, I would have never guessed this but the Seattle Mariners are the cheapest beer at 33 cents an ounce
7: Wow so that wow so that's uh... You get a twenty ouncer That's six sixty for a twenty ouncer That's yeah, I mean, not too shabby.
1: That isn't too shabby. That's a good ball game right there. Yeah, yeah I mean you got to stomach uh, the know, Mariners, uh, but that's okay.
7: Yeah, you know that's the price of everything. So you know you used to go to those food trucks and the burrito was $5.99 or six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now it's ten ninety nine or you know eleven ninety nine. You know everything just doubled. Gas, thanks, Joe. Bye.
1: Uh, Stinkfist says, mm, went to Camden Yards last year, one of my favorites, but I did think the dogs were pretty expensive. Now I'm validated. That's what this show does. We validate shit.
7: You know, you can, listen, buddy, you can tune around the dial, okay? And you can hear a bunch of flack and fluff stories. You're going to get real right here. You're going to get what's right. really happening without having no filters. You know, you're going to, you, you, you can walk away from here proud and know that you know the truth now.
1: Um, The most expensive beer by thirty cents an ounce, thirty cents an ounce. Who do you think has the most expensive beer?
7: Expensive would be above sixty nine, at least. Yes,
1: and this is thirty cents higher, so it's ninety uh, nine cents an ounce.
7: Ninety nine cents a beer. twenty bucks for that twenty ounce. Or, yeah. Um, and we were we were to the other one, like six sixty. Go buck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say the Yankees.
6: Oh boy, that.
1: Not a bad pick, but actually the Yankees are only 47 cents an ounce. You 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 went right by going big market, you just went wrong coast. The Los Angeles Dodgers charge ninety-nine cents an ounce while the Los Angeles Angels charge fifty eight cents an ounce. Wow, and then up nine
7: something ninety cents an ounce, you said the Dodgers? Mm. Ninety-nine cents. An ounce. You yeah. know, the thing is, you, you think they would sell it cheaper because people just stay to drink because it's going to take you like an hour just to get your car after the game, right? And then, and then you, you may get you may get on some kind of four hundred five freeway, which is just bumper to bumper, twenty four seven. You'll be home. You'll be home by two in the morning, so you got plenty of time to drink. Okay, you know, they're not in <laughs> the parking lot. Uh,
1: speaking yeah. of speaking of baseball, what have you thought about the first uh, half of the season so far?
7: progress is like they're like with one nut you know they, they got all they got the dude but he's just he got one nut right now and so we're, we're just we're just hanging in there we're like 10 out of, of first so you know we hopefully we get a late uh, uh a late surge you know especially when they you know we get close and we pick up some players i think we still have a shot the mats are that's just an unbelievable. How super oh. they start off just like you know, gangbuster, and now they can't, you know, then the A's are, I think, you're going and joining the Japanese league.
1: Well, let's let's go back to your Padres. Yeah, that's an interesting division because they're 37 and 43, they're 10 and a half out, and it's in the West. and The West is usually pretty wide open if the Dodgers or Giants aren't running it you know, that season. The Rockies are out, the Diamondbacks, yeah. you know. I'm not surprised at the Diamondbacks because I know that the Reno Aces have won a few championships over the years, and they're the A club of the Diamondbacks, and they're feeding them this right. talent. Diamondbacks have a decent team this year, but I don't know if they have it to go all
7: the way. You know, and that's the thing about it is, is like, the Dodgers have always been known to have, like, the best farm system, you know, and bringing up their own guys and molding them and, instead of, you know, paying big money. Uh, and, and, and So they that's the way they do it. And uh, it's the Dodgers. It's just uh, you, you just gotta hate them, but they're always so good, and the Giants are so good, and, and usually it's, it's one of the two. Yeah, you're, like the rest of them are done. You know they're out. I mean, but the Diamondbacks have a shot. You know that that's the thing I hate about AAA baseball. You know, it's you know you you go to see your ball game every game. It's you want you want to see the same guy. Lucky right. Louie at third, and you know uh, Slappy at second. But in AAA ball, it's just changing every day. It, and, and like all the time, you know, that, guys are coming I, and going. Yeah. So, like, it's not like a team, but still, you want them to win. But you know what I mean? You know, it's not the same guys every day.
1: You know, you know that's why I prefer double A baseball, because double yeah. A you get more consistency. Uh, the the triple A guys, they they go to the big leagues, and then you know sometimes you get big league guys there, so it's kind of fun. Uh, single-A guys, they're there for uh, a cup of coffee, hopefully, and then they move on. The double-A guys seem to stay there for a couple years. I like double-A. If if I had to go to a minor league game, I'd prefer a double-A game.
7: Yeah, and and I'm very uh, familiar with the single A because, like I said, I was the groundskeeper for the Reno uh, Padres. They were the Silver Sox. There were two teams uh, owned them: the Padres and the Twins. Then there was just the Reno Padres and the Padres. And I've seen a lot of guys. I saw a lot of guys come through there: Roberto Alomar, Ozzie Gien. I took Ozzie Gien to Wooster High nice. School with me to Spanish class. <laughs> um, and, uh, just, and I really did. And these guys, and the, the locker room, the business locker room, they have like Mark McGuire painted on there. And, and you know, uh, I saw, uh, um, Jose Canseco. I you know, I thought he was a diabetic from what he was doing. I didn't know. Um, but, so, but I did see him, and it was just great to see all because I was a the groundskeeper there. And uh, Mitch Williams lived in my house, actually, for uh, two seasons, and he could just throw through a brick wall. These other guys were just trying, and they would cut, they were done, single-edged, see a kid, and uh, this, but he could just throw 100 miles an hour. And and we go out in my backyard, and I'd be like, okay, Mitch, three-quarters feet, buddy, okay? Because he's left-handed, and his ball just tails out. So I'd catch him, you know, and I'd be like, just three-quarters. No, he just brought that son of a bitch. And uh, a couple times in the dirt, I just bail, and it takes, like, part of the fence out. And then my mom's screaming to the window, God damn it.
1: Uh, somebody just asked, "Is it true the Rangers' AAA team has a lazy river in their ballpark?" It's our Double A team. It's the Frisco uh, Rough Riders. A team is the Round Rock Express down in Round Rock. It's uh, old, old Nolan Ryan's team. But yeah, they have a lazy river at the ballpark. I've never been to that ballpark because the the truth be told, here I lived in Reno and I lived in Sacramento for twenty plus years after growing up in Texas and having season tickets to the Rangers. Um, if I have a choice between Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball, I choose Major League Baseball every single day. Oh,
7: of course. Every of time. Of course. I saw a stat once that was like 78% of people don't remember the score of, of a Minor League Baseball game. Oh, meet. yeah. It's just, it's just a picnic. It's probably, you go out, but, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. So, when, you know, so when you go, oh, you look when somebody gets hit, you know, you're there for, for the experience, you yeah. know, and, and, uh. uh you know, family time, stuff like that. And that's the ballpark's the best place because it's not all, you know, you flip ball, you're up and down, you know, come on, take it easy. You're, thank God, you know, two, some of this, we have to get seated next to Beta Theta Pi, their fucking psycho fraternity, you know, in the stands. But uh, so the baseball is just nice. It's yeah. like a family timeout. I've a picnic or double A, triple A game. No, let's go to the game. Let's eat mm. food there.
1: Yeah. Um, you brought up the Mets. The Mets are having a terrible season. They're about to have a big, gigantic fire sale. That's been a surprise. The Tampa Bay Rays have been a surprise this year. The best team in baseball right now, 55-28. and 28. And I would be remiss if I did not mention.
7: Oh, my God. I know you're going to guy's Unbelievable. I already know what you're going to say.
1: The first place Texas Rangers.
7: No, I thought you were going to talk about Ohtani. Oh, God, no. I, that
1: overrated bag of shit? I'm sorry. Did I say that? What are you
7: that? talking about? How can he be overrated when he has, like, 26 home runs, low ERA? I mean, that's you, just— You want to know how? I, you want to know how? I mean, the numbers
1: don't lie. I, I, um, I'll tell you how. Yeah, they're six games behind the Rangers. That's how.
7: One, one guy can't do it all.
1: Uh, they've got I, Mike Trout on that team.
7: Do you I, and, don't, I don't care for the Angels, but I just think that you know, a, you know, a pitcher, But, you know, Baumgartner had two home runs in the inning, I believe. Um, uh, and, uh, but that was just because, you know, pitchers had to hit, but, uh, you know, two home runs and, and great. I, you know, I, to me, I, I don't know how it's possible, I look at the guy and say, how is that? Guy? And he just, he hits home runs and he looks like, you know, he looks like you know, he, you know, he couldn't hit a home run, but, but look, look, I, I look just here. like thinking, I don't know what's up with this dude. Look, he's,
1: he's a, a tremendous talent. I'll give him that. He's a very, very good ball player. I can't take that away from him. But the one thing he's not, and a guy that good needs to be, and he's not a leader. He's not a leader at all.
7: Yeah, no. no I, mean, I mean, Mike Trout. we to around I,
1: I, mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, if you have a team with Shohani Otani or whatever his damn name is, and Mike Trout, something is wrong with the Angels system. They had Pool Holes, Trout, and fucking uh, Josh, uh, the, the drug guy from the Rangers, uh, Josh Hamilton. That was a that was a one, two, three punch they had, and they didn't win. Yeah. They didn't yeah, win.
7: I know, it, I, 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 know. I, I he, he he's not a Jordan. He can't carry the team. Uh-uh. He's not able to lead the team, inspires inspire the team, not only and carry put him on their back, like he pretty much is, you know, and uh and they still can't win. But you know, they gotta they gotta match. You know, they gotta match. That's why I love the second half of any season. College football, the guys get it down finally, Mm -hmm. you know, and and now, bam, these guys that suck are winning ball games. You know, I love that when somebody has to turn around.
1: All right, so if you had a gun put to your head right now,
7: who's the world? I do, actually. I owe somebody money. (laughs)
1: Uh, Who's the World Series this year? Oh,
7: let's see. I don't Let's see. Boy. You know, I'm looking. Let's see. I mean, who's got? I, I think isn't Tampa Bay's got the most wins? And yeah, fifty-five. They really have to uh, mess it up. Man, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go with. I'm. going. It's, it's a, I'm. I'm gonna say the Braves. Okay the And the, in the Braves list. and the... Oh, oh, oh God. I, I, already, I already got you out of the pool, didn't I?
1: No, no, I'm not out well, of the pool. You're in the, East, you're in the East. That's what I just was thinking. As soon as I said that, I went,
7: God, I had a brain fart. No. Yeah, you, you guys are in the East, so... Uh, you know what? I'd love to see a Ranger Braves or a Ranger uh, Dodgers.
1: Okay. Um, I the the Braves. That's not a bad pick. I'm gonna go uh, the National League. I think the National League is gonna get shaken up a bit this year. You ready for my National League pick? Comes, I'm ready. It comes from the Central. I'm gonna go with the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm gonna go with the Brewers. They're they're right now. They're a half game out behind the Reds. I think they turn it on in the second half, and I believe that my beloved Texas Rangers. I know there's a half a season left, and I'm a i I'm being a huge fanboy. Uh, I'm taking the Rangers in the series against the Brewers, and the Rangers win in five. Bam! That happened.
7: Wow! I, you know, by the way, I just got the right floppy disk, so I was able to pull up the standings in the Major League Baseball. I knew who was at the top, uh, you know, and that's. I still like the Rangers. I like the Rangers being here just because I want you to. I want you to. I want you to have fun uh, this year. There's nothing better than when your team is winning.
6: Oh,
1: it, but, uh, it, so it, I, I can't even imagine what it's like to win a World Series. I, I, I mean, honestly, there, there might be beer involved. I, I
7: might throw the oh, 27, I might throw <laughs> it
1: 27 years away. I mean, this is something I've been waiting on for 52 years.
7: Because the Rangers got enough. They don't have one, do they? No.
1: No, we're one strike away twice. And I don't mm. have one. I want one. I've got a national title. I got four national titles. I got I five Super do. Bowls. Yeah. You know what?
7: Tom Petty told me one time the waiting is the hardest part. We know that. <laughs> and uh, uh, But that just makes it so much Jesus. sweeter. You know, when you Jesus. get it. Look Jesus. at Cup fans, the Red no. Sox fans. You no. know. no, no uh, Joe's. They stop for, and they find me. I mean, I guarantee there were people jacking off probably because, I mean, the I mean, it's been 100 years. For God's sake, I can't find a woman. I mean, uh, Joe. Yeah.
1: How dare you pull a max volume on this show?
7: How, what?
1: How dare you pull a max volume on this show? How dare I do a max volume? Oh, you know, Tom Petty. Hey, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> Tom Petty says waiting is hey, the hardest part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you totally max volume me there, you son of a bitch.
7: You know what? I, when I was working security, I was down right front. I was either in the front of the stage or I was back in the dressing room. And Max Balling was always there. Always. And I think he was with, like, the morning. I, so don't quote me as the morning. I think he had a morning woman uh, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's and, a like, He always comes now. and says hi. You know, but the thing I loved is, you know, like Billy Idol. Those tickets were, like, 500 bucks. For, you know, there were, like, 1,000 in the front row. And, and you know, and I'm just standing there riding the right on, you know, right by you. Uh. Steve Stevens is back and sweating on me. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I think it was the midnight hour, too.
1: Yes, of course it was, Mac. Let let me ask you something. Joe, in your radio days, uh, because I had to play some music this morning, Uh, our movie reviewer for the show, Christopher, it's his birthday today, and I allowed him to pick out some terrible music, which included Nickelback. Was there ever a band or an artist when you were doing radio that you absolutely, positively hated to play.
7: Okay, first let me start. It's my brother's birthday today. Oh, also, right on. Proud father of four. I told him I'd give him a shout-out. He turns 57 today. He's got four kids. Nice. He's doing the whole family thing. I'm, I'm really proud of him.
1: Good. That's awesome. Happy birthday, Joe's brother. Paul,
7: yeah. Paul Murphy. Happy We're birthday. We're all apostles. <laughs> We're all apostles. So... Um, Let's see. I would. The, you know what is? Uh, I hate. Who did I hate the most? Uh, well, in you know, in country, I worked country for a while, and there's mm-hmm. Louisiana Saturday night. Mel no, McDaniel. No. I, I didn't. I didn't go for that. You know, okay. we kick off the shoes and it was on the fiddle, and I was just like, <laughs> you know, song. I automatically put a giant water beech nut in my mouth. <laughs>
1: I love that song. Mel McDaniel's fantastic.
7: I mean, you know, I can see you. Know, you, you got a couple of years and that thing's ripping. You know, you're on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, I just. But I didn't. I didn't work country a whole lot. You know, and it, 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 when I moved from classic, okay, I took. You know, you don't get to pick your format. You just no. get a job. Right. You know, and so I the country, and then I. Uh, I, I left. Uh, you know, uh, classic rock. You we were like, oh, that's bummer. You know, and I'm not a country fan, but I'm yeah. like. But you no, know, it's not really because guess what? New music. There's new music. When you were classic rock, you let know I never need to hear dust in the wind ever, ever again.
1: <laughs> but- oh. Um for me, um when it came I, I didn't I, I didn't have to play a lot of music in my rock career because I got the morning gig pretty early in my career. Um and, and I know that I'm going to get lambasted for this. I, I cannot stand Led Zeppelin.
7: I am not a yeah, fan. You're, you're not. You know, there's, there's a lot of their stuff I don't like, but I do, I do like a lot of their stuff. So I got to say. Yeah, I,
1: that's a band that I absolutely, I hate them. I, yeah. I can't stand them. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying they suck. I'm not saying they're terrible. It's just not for me.
7: It's just not for you. It's like people like jazz. And I'm, I don't like jazz. Yeah. You know, I don't like, the, you know, oh, yeah. it's just, people, people should never be afraid to put, you want to put a tune on, put a tune on like nobody's around. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. You know, people, oh, they want to be cool and play, you know, whatever. You play what you like, man.
1: Uh, but for country, which I, I love country music and I always have. And I started at a country station. There is one artist who I truly fucking Oh, I hated every one of their songs, and it's a tie. It's a tie okay, between. On, two- you hated every one of
7: their songs. Is this a duo or a group? No, no,
1: no. These are these are single artists. Oh, there, okay, okay.
7: All right. Um, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I least, I can almost guess. Maybe. yeah, go ahead. Well, who would you guess? I would say you would you would hate. Well, I I know you hate the Dixie Chicks.
1: Not a big fan, but you know what? They got some catchy songs.
7: They're, they're pretty good. I'm going to tell you they're pretty good. They're, they're they're you know, they got, some, you know, I got the HD thing going on with the video and the whole home theater. And, uh, you know, the, the live stuff, I really love to listen to. And they're pretty damn good. But uh, So I'm going to say, you don't know, like, uh, what's Kim McGraw's wife? Faith Hill. Faith Hill.
1: Not a big fan, but I don't absolutely. The first artist that I hate. I, absolutely, Colin Fucking Ray. I um, I don't know how Colin Ray got into country music. He must yeah. have had pictures on somebody, because that guy absolutely, positively sucks. Colin he Ray. is yeah,
7: yeah. horrible. Just, I, mean, I would have never guessed him. You know, oh, and
1: and at yeah. the time, at the time that I started in country radio, he was big. Now I hate Garth Brooks. Don't get me wrong. I do hate Garth Brooks, but I understand him. I understand the appeal. I do not understand the appeal of Colin Ray.
7: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Garth Brooks, he he can put on. A, he's like the uh, Elton John of country. Yeah. You know.
1: See, see, Colin Ray is like a a, a gigantic singing douche. Whenever he, he, every one of his songs yeah, is a period I, know, song. I, know, I, know. I, I couldn't name one of his songs. So,
6: and Love I worked me. country radio for a couple of years. Love
1: so. me. Love me, shut up, Colin Ray, you suck. And the other okay, artist, no, that, that
7: song, yeah, I know that song. Love, yeah.
1: The other artist who I absolutely hate, and it's because he sings so nasally and he's so goddamn fake, is Vince Gill. I wouldn't walk across the street to shit on him if he was on fire.
7: You know, and I think he's going through some like serious health issues right now. Oh, I, I know that I know that Travis, or uh, you know, the one that married uh, um, Julie Roberts. Um, what was his name? The guy with the hair that married Julie Roberts for about a month. Oh, I love it! I love it. Yeah, I think he's he's going through some serious stuff. But I, I also I think Vince Gill I uh, got something really bad going on.
1: Well, that, that could be because he cheated on his wife and he claimed he was a Christian with Amy Grant, who was a Christian. she yeah, right. <laughs> cheated Jesus, on her he, husband. And Amy Grant were praying. Yeah. Before, but they
7: stayed down on their knees and then got out with the prototype. Uh Let's see. Uh, where are the
1: b- bodies, Garth? I love that. I love doing that to Garth Brooks on, on Twitter. Um, I...
7: I got a funny, two things, I got a funny thing. I hated the song in the God of the Vita, but it was 18 minutes, and back in the day when you had to beat it after every song, it was a great smoke break song. Yes, you know, oh yeah. I didn't have to listen to it, because i go out back at an 18-minute song. Uh, so that was, uh, <laughs> that was a, a great thing, but I, like I said, I to, it was great because I didn't have to listen to the song.
1: Yeah, uh, Sassy Pammy says, Oh my God, love, love, both Colin Ray and Vince Gill. They're amazing live. How could you tell? There is no, they, they, they have no upbeat songs. All their songs are depressing, fucking
7: crappy <laughs> love songs. You no, know, I have them. a great Garth Brooks story. Go ahead. I was, I, you know, my family owned a Danny's and I ran it. Um, yeah, then and waitresses about it where they need to be. You know yeah, what I, mean? I hear um, what you're saying, dog. Well, right there, you don't know where to go. You know where you'd economists? Right back here. Uh huh. Um, but anyway, so I ran that for a while. So I got off work one time and I was, you know, went. There was a bar in the strip mall. We owned a little strip mall with a Seven Eleven at the end. And uh, there was a bar that we always go to right after. And uh, I just, then Garth Brooks was in town. And this was when he was huge, you know, just I sold out at Lawler, of course. And uh, I just was like, I'm going to go the show. So I literally got out, drove my car up to Lawler and parked. Walked up to the steps, walked, walked around. These other dudes are leaning out and letting the door open for the friends to squeeze in real quick. Of course, I just boom, perfect timing. I go right in. soon as I go in, they go to the lights out and everybody, woo, You know, they go crazy because the lights out, the show's <laughs> gonna start. I walk right down the steps, jump the railing, and go right to about three people away from Marks Brooks. <laughs> watch, people and watch the show. Great show, saw it from the beginning, right in the third row. My friend, I think, you know, waited for hours. He paid, he's, you know, He's up there. He's having problems bleeding his nose. is really running, <laughs> and uh, you know. And I'm like in the third row. And i really been Garth to the little body surf thing. You know, he's right there and stuff. But I was just, I just had to laugh because I'm not even a huge Garth Brooks fan. I know the country appeal of it to those people. You know, the, some people lived and died for that guy when he was just huge. And uh, it just it was funny. I, you know, I just decided, hey, I think I'm gonna go to the show. And I'm standing in like the, right in the front row watching him. I love
1: him. it. I love for it. For no price, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Lawler event stories is uh, uh, when George Strait. Uh, you remember when we flipped over to Rock 104.5 and we had the the, the, the sign up that said listener the dog gets it. Do you what was the name of the show you cut out? Uh, do, do you remember when 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 Kay I hit know you're The name of it was it a game? No, no, I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like a, a show that I went to at Lawler Event Center. Um, when oh, we, right, right. When we flipped formats to, to rock from country, George Strait was coming to town the next week, and we had already been given tickets. So we went to the, and I had to do the overnight show on the, on the rock station. So I'm not missing George Strait at Lawler Event Center. And uh, a newcomer who's uh, who's been around, and she's still around, Terry Clark, was opening for him. And Terry <laughs> Clark was kind of a husky Canadian gal.
7: Like, she made to look really good looking on her album cover, yeah. but maybe, you know, now she's a left tackle.
1: Yeah, um, so we went to the show, and, and let's remember that this is pre-1996, which means I had not stopped drinking, which meant... <laughs> I'm going to a George Strait show, and I don't have to be nice to listeners because they all hate us now because we flip formats. Well, I am getting good and drunk. And I will never forget. We had really decent seats, and we were, we were facing the stage, and Terry Clark comes on stage, and after her third songs, I just fucking lay into her. I'm like, get off the stage, you big fucking dyke. No. <laughs> not, not very proud of it now, but at the time, and the people around us were all laughing because we all wanted to see George Strait. So, uh, that, and and I love Lawler Vincent. Lawler Vincent was a good place to see a show. I like seeing yeah. shows there. Yeah,
7: have you seen? You know the, the video "Take Me Home" that's the film in Lawler.
1: I did not know that. Look at you, Joe yeah. Murphy. Now now Joe today we had Christopher on the show and we were going over movies and things like that and you and I have been working on a list and I've got 5 here. I want to know who your who the greatest NFL actors NFL <laughs> athlete that turned uh, into an actor
7: are. You know, I didn't you know I I didn't uh, um, Preparements, but right when you said that, I've got a few right on, bam, 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 right in my head. I was like, okay. oh, my God. I mean, I, I know who you're talking about now because uh, uh, that's crazy. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to go with. Oh, you, you want these guys that really actually could act, you know, like there wasn't a joke.
1: No, I, I want to know who your favorite NFL actors are.
7: Boy, oh, you know, all right. <laughs> you know, it's going to be tough because you got to throw OJ okay in there. You know, no, yeah, tell yeah. me, this is pre-pre um, uh, slaughter butcher guy. <laughs> uh, you know, this is before he fucking hacked up the, the country with a with a pocket knife. Uh, allegedly,
1: uh, allegedly, because he was right, found innocent. Right, yeah. No,
7: but I know he's in. I told you, I I, I talked. I know Ron Ship, one of the first people interviewed, L.A. cop. You know him, he, uh, in in the O.J. trial. If you watched the O.J. trial. He's like the first guy. He's like screaming at O.J. Tell the truth tell the truth, you know, and they're like, and they have to strike that, you know, strike that, and then need a cop, and they're like, isn't it not true? The dream team just ripped them a new one. They were so good. They were like, isn't it true, Mr. Shift?" You, uh, that you're you an actor, and you being, uh, you know, associated with Mr. Simpson helped your career, and he was trying to be an actor. Yeah. Isn't it true, Mr. shift you were you were suspended for alcohol, uh, for being, uh, you know, and for, for a month, and he's like, it was two weeks, you know, I, I left, are you an alcoholic, do you still drink? And he's like, no, I don't anymore. And they just, like, ripped him a new I was like, the dream, that's why they're the dream team, because right. they were just, they were spot on, made him look like an idiot. That's why he was screaming at O.J., tell the truth. He was at O.J.'s house, and he's saying, when he, you know, he cut his hand, some, you know, another, another explanation for that. And then, uh. He's just asking about DNA and this and that. And, 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 and uh, uh, Mr. Ships like, Jesus, okay, why well, aren't you worried about this and that? You know, you're just worried about all this evidence stuff. And, and he, he left the house. He told me, because this was when his, his daughter got married, just the people I know. And uh, at the big party, the, we sat right at the bar and he told me, no, OJ killed her. He went over there a couple times when he's a cop, fixed a couple Aww. tickets for him, stuff like that.
1: So does
7: that, does that mean that O.J. is on your list? No, O.J., I mean, as an actor. Okay, sorry. I had to tell that story.
1: You didn't really I have did. to. I, I mean, we all appreciated that you told the story. You I think
7: people to. know O.J. did it. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh, I got him oh, oh, right okay. from the story.
1: Well, that's according okay, to I'm going with O.J.
7: I'm going to go with Dick Butchers. Okay. And I'm going to go with Alex Karras. Oh, Webster's daddy in the show Webster. Yeah, big time Webster, yep. Yeah. Okay? How many oh five. Um dang, uh, wait, who's another one that's always out there? Um Well, here, Joe,
1: let me let me let me give you a couple of mine.
7: All right, go the, ahead. The first
1: one you got to put on there is Father Murphy himself, Merlin Olson.
7: Yeah. Gene, why did I think of Merlin? Little on the Prairie. Yeah. Right oh my gosh, he's right up at the top. I can't believe I missed him. I love Little House on the Prairie. I still do.
1: Yeah, I, I hated that show and I hated Father Murphy because Merlin Olsen was a bad man on the football field and then he played this fucking big pussy. So, <laughs> well, that's what makes him a good actor because you bought it. Yeah. You know? The next one, former Los Angeles Ram Fred Dreyer, who also was known as Hunter. Fred Dreyer was a
7: man. Fred Dreyer. Yeah, I would have never, I would have never thought of, of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I see the people, you know, upset. I'm not picking O.J. as a friend. I'm saying he was in a ton of movies. He was back when he was the first black guy that was white, okay? He was the crossover to America accepting everybody because uh, O.J. was there. And uh, he just, he's was in all those movies, you know, and they, they were funny. They were spoofy, But, you know, he has to be in there, you know, not counting, you know, his uh, his, you know, bloodthirsty rampage before that. You know, that it's why. It's okay, I mean, Joe. It can be, be on your this.
1: list. It's all right. You don't have to explain anything. The next no, guy you, on my
7: you, list you OJ for their best something, but
1: yeah. Um uh, Scott picked one of mine here, Bubba Smith. I love Bubba Smith as high tower. Bubba Smith was fantastic as an actor.
7: Bubba Smith, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, I have I have two left. One... No. Go ahead. Uh, somebody said Jim Brown was a great actor, RIP. That's what spawned this list. I like Jim Brown as an actor. I think he tried a little too hard.
7: He's a great wife-beater, too, so don't forget that.
1: <laughs> Allegedly. Um,
7: <laughs> I know, I know. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, attorney. Uh
1: what about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was an airline pilot that doubled as a basketball <laughs> you player? You tried dragging your ass up and down the field with a license. <laughs> that
7: <laughs> Shut was up, kid. I love that. Uh, yeah. Kareem, was a, Kareem was a cool dude. He did a lot of stuff. How many roles? Did, was he in a lot of stuff or just like kind of that airplane?
1: Kareem was in a few movies. He mainly did Airplane. He was in a Bruce Lee. I think he was in Enter the Dragon. He did a few acting parts here and there. He wasn't yeah. huge into it. Now, this is a guy, the next guy on my NFL list, he didn't have much of a career in the NFL, so that's why he transitioned to movies. But you cannot ever say anything bad about Carl Weathers. I've already talked about Carl Weathers today once. I oh, love Carl Weathers. I didn't Carl know Weathers. Carl Weathers
7: played uh, pro football.
1: Yeah, Carl Weathers. I believe he played for the Falcons at one point in his career.
7: <laughs> he's running. He's a, He's scared. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And the last guy on my list, you got to have this guy on as an actor because in the movie North Dallas 40, he played an amazing part. And in The Goonies, hello, John Matuzak.
7: Oh, big Johnny Matuzak and Oakland Raiders.
1: Yep. Yep, indeed, my friend. Well, Joe, there you go, my friend. There is our best actors list. Anything else you'd like to contribute today?
7: Well, you know, let me me grab my... uh... My thing here that I always told them, you know, we talked about the Simone Biles uh, and uh, you know this pride thing. You know, yeah, I mm-hmm. just uh, okay. You you got a month. You let us know. Let's move on. Okay, and then uh, let's see what else did I have? But, oh, I got guys now. This I told you it's going to be a problem. Guys are gambling. NFL players are gambling. Baseball oh, yeah. players are gambling. Uh, you know, Tennessee State. First, being uh, uh, a, be a uh, well, dang it, uh, historically black college or university, to so have a hockey team. Oh wow, that's awesome. Can see out on the eyes, okay? And then, uh, you know, I just just I want you to look. This up. it's a Staten baseball war. You know how it took me forever to get OPS, right? And so like then, so then I got WAR. Now it's like a thing. It's really really stupid. Um, it
1: is. I, I hate all the stats in baseball now.
7: Now, if you get a chance, I'm opening a new business, okay? My office is in San Francisco. Okay. And I don't know. I want you to think, you know, you can call it, even on the show or whatever, maybe next time. And tell me what you think. It's a business I'm running, and it's uh, I, I, we're based out of San Francisco. I'll give you the number. It's 415.
1: Okay. Everybody write this down. We'll, 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 yeah, this is where I do a new business I have in town. 415
7: 294 uh, Oh, nine, five, one.
1: Oh, nine, five, one. Okay. I'll, I'll give that a call when we get off the air, Joe. All right, buddy. Yeah. Everything here is a
7: uh, hunky dory.
1: All right, pal. Well, you have a great week, my friend, and I will talk to you soon.
7: I, hopefully tomorrow. Maybe not, but let me know.
1: All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, Bye. All right. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Now, let, let, let's call his new business here. One, four, one, five, uh, two, nine, four, uh, O let Let's see what what kind of business Joe's running here. <laughs> I love Joe so much. I can't believe I fell for it. L- 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 let's see let's see if this picks up now. God damn it, Joe! This better go to fucking voicemail. We 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 didn't rehearse this part. I'm about to hang up.
7: Thank you for calling Murphy and Associates mob robbers at large. That's right, folks. Are you looking for 13, possibly 14, flat-screen TVs anywhere from Vizio to Samsung? Perhaps you just need 20 Air Jordans. Maybe a spool of copper wire. No more need to fret. We're there. Murphy and Associates, mob robbers. We will flash rob any Home Depot, Target, Walmart, Or other large big box store. Good business. For just a small fee. Call us again when we're open. Because right now we're posting bail. And we do appreciate your business.
1: Uh, Thanks, Joe. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I I love Joe Murphy so much. Joe is so fucking goopy. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know where to go from there. I mean, we still got 25 minutes left. We we, we have to do this story. So, bye bye, Oh no, not that one! Come on, where where's the good one? Oh, I, I Oh, there it is. I, I never mind. I saw it. There it is. There's the good one. We got breaking news. Jizzlene, 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 I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzlene, 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 Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Just lean. Well, well, well. The names in Galeen Maxwell's little black book were being kept from the public by the judge uh, of the trial. According to Time Magazine At the uh, of the trial, the majority of the contents uh, were concealed from court records. Federal prosecutors, on the other hand, claimed in a complaint filed on November 12th, the book includes compelling proof of her guilt. The story is, is that Ghislaine Maxwell may be ready to identify eight possible men who slept with underage girls. <laughs> um, this is just a, a, a report that's out there right now. I don't know how true this is. Not sure. I think it's very, very interesting, though. (sighs) Remy says Stephen King, please be on that list. I think that this is a direct, you know, because we like to do conspiracies on this show, And everything we're seeing happening right now with Donald Trump is trying to get him to strike a plea deal to not run, in my opinion. All these different, you know, all this litigation against him, all these cases against him could, poof, magically maybe go away if he decides not to run for president. That wouldn't surprise me. Now I can see the right starting to play their games, saying, We have names, and this is going to hurt you. Now, why is it only eight names? Because I believe they will be eight gigantic names. There's so many I want to hear and hope that are on that list. And I'm afraid the, the, the first part of the list, Alicia, is going to be people we have no idea about because we don't live in the swamp. We don't, we don't, we don't participate in in politics uh, that deep down when it comes to, you know, senators from South Carolina or senators from this state or that state. And I think we're going to get a lot of them. We all want the salacious big names, and I think at some point we're going to get them. But I do believe that this is a direct shot. From the right to the left, as the left has been taking shot after shot after shot at trying to get Trump. Now, I don't know if this is the right trying to help Trump or trying to help their own case. We'll see how it plays out. Now, if you were to ask me to bet dollars to donuts, I wouldn't do it because I'd lose too many donuts. Um, I don't think we're going to get any names before the election next year, personally. Personally. I think that the names might come out after the election, maybe too late. We'll see, but I think this might be something that that this is the carrot that's dangled in front of us, and instead we're going to get the stick right up the ass. So there you go. That that's my opinion on it. But like I said, we will uh, we'll look into this a lot more. We'll check into it. I I'll keep checking it. Um, each and every time I see it up there that Galeen Maxwell's about to name names. I always fucking talk about it because everybody wants to hear it. All right. Got a story now. Um I, I, I tell you what, I, I don't understand anybody who would be riding a subway anymore in New York City. New York City Because, you know, we get people get her choked out to death on the on, on the trains. We we got people running on the the, uh, the, the 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 awning, the platform. That's it. That was the word I was looking for. You got them socking chicks in the face. You got stabbings going on. You got slashings going on. And yet again, we had something else happen on another subway yesterday. This time, it was in Great Britain. So, at least you got that going. Seems we should have power to take the carrot and the stick from her and beat the fuck out of her with it. You You would think. Uh, British Transport Police responded to the scene at 10.26 a.m. local time after receiving reports that a man had sustained serious injuries on a train. Well, what they didn't realize was that he sustained serious self-inflicted injuries. A passenger stabbed himself to death in Great Britain in front of other commuters. Now, I got to ask. So you're, you're sitting on a train, okay? You're sitting on a subway. And all of a sudden, the guy across from you just decides to pull out a na- knife and start fucking hacking himself. Ask family, we got to play the game here. Um,
7: you make the call.
1: So you're sitting on this train, and the guy across from you pulls out a big old knife and starts stabbing himself. What do you do? What call? Do, uh, what do you do? All right, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we're playing the game
7: you make the call
1: you're sitting on a subway train guy across from you pulls out a knife starts stabbing himself i ask, what you do what call did you make let's start this off um bratty kid god love you she says record it hangtown jen said stare mage says record it for your show i knew you were going to be breaking out a camera that one's not that's a no-brainer mage stinkfist says run Hangtown Jen says, panic, maybe move away. Uh, College Station says, secure the area around me away from him. Stray Fire says, pull out your phone like all the other assholes are. Elise says, move the fuck away because if he's crazy enough to do that, who knows what else he's going to do. And if I'm in the safe distance, I'm recording. Move till there are at least three people between me and him and then start filming. Yeah, see, see, you got to get yourself in a safe place and then you got to start filming. I mean, if we learned anything from the last story we did yesterday about the girl in the middle of the street in Austin who was rubbing horse manure all over her face, and once she put it in her face, there were like 80 fucking cell phones just all filming it. Oh, man. Now, other question. Is this a viable excuse to be late for work? Not the guy. Of course, he's not going to make it to work. He's dying. Like, like, uh, like, they did somebody in Great Britain go? Oh, blimeys! Sorry, I was late. Uh, a bloke on the train, on, on the, on the tube, because that's what they call it there. They call them tubes. Uh, a bloke on the tube decided to start shimmying himself. He shimmied himself like thirty, 30 times, right in, the, right into puss Because they, they have weird words for body parts over there. Puss-puss is his stomach. Look it up. It's in Harry Potter movie. See, uh, th- as long as you have video proof, see, this is why video is important. You know, oh, blah, see this, Governor? Yeah, I I, I don't I, I don't think I go into work that day. And, and I'm going to tell you why, because that's a sign. If I can see something that cool, good shit's going to happen to me all day long. First thing I'm doing is going and buying a lottery ticket. So out of the ass family, we got a bunch of directors, a few spectators, and only one safety officer. Yeah, yeah. Security the area around me away from him. Way to go, College Station, you gave the most adult answer today. Ah, uh, yes, I'm going to secure the area around me away from him. Clear video, if not, then No. I love that we all breaking out. And by the way, by the way, Ask Family, I have to, I have to give you a standing ovation, even though I'm not going to stand up. <laughs> at no point, at no point, including with a registered nurse on this show, did anyone offer him aid. Oh, see, this is why we're a family. This is why we're a family. Guy stabbing himself to death. We're not trying to help him. We're trying to watch because we want to be entertained, safely, of course. Lisa says safety first. Made me think College Station is listening to the wrong show. Must have been the creed that drew him in. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff right there. Oh my God. He's knifing himself. I ain't intervening. Okay. All right. Hey. Fair enough. Uh. All right. Now. Now. Here we go. Here we go. Once again. Nature, not your friend. Now this happening up in Alaska. We do I have two of these? Hold on a second. What's the other story? I got. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got. I. I got two nature stories here to end the show with. First one's a story out of Alaska. Now, if we have a nature story in, the, in Alaska, it's one of two things. It's either a bear or it's an eagle snatching a baby up and, and eating it or putting it in a nest. Well, sadly, it's, it, it, it's not an eagle. No. Uh, what we have here, oh, and we do have video, okay. Um, a, a group of people was in Alaska, and they were on the... Chinita Bay on Lake Clark's Cook Inlet in Alaska earlier this month. They're accompanying a scenic bear viewing. Okay. I need to add to the list of people I will not feel empathy or sympathy for. Anyone? Now, now anybody who goes swimming with sharks? No. Anybody who goes on safaris? No. And anyone who goes on a scenic, bear-viewing tour? No. He's stabbing himself, not an innocent person, okay. Uh, I can't wait to visit Alaska. We have friends up there now. Lisa's going to get herself in trouble because she's saying that dude's not even doing it properly, hasn't it? One major vayner already fucking pussing put around. Uh, the group was on a guided tour. They were unaware. Uh, they were they were taken unaware when a bear in the distance suddenly began charging towards them at a rapid pace. I think I just soiled myself a little bit. It, it, here's the video. Okay, here's the bear. It's about a, maybe I don't know a hundred feet away.
5: 25, 30 meters.
1: Okay, 25, 30 meters. So yeah, about a hundred feet away. Okay, the bear's walking away. He smells some dirty ass fucking humans. And you know what? I don't want to eat this shit that's fucking here on the beach. I want to get somebody who's got one of those cool iPhones. Hey, you got an iPhone? Why don't you pull that out so I can attack you? Uh-oh. And the bear comes running. You are out of your goddamn mind. So they yelled at the bear, and the bear went away. Yeah, uh-uh, uh-uh. No shit, fuck y'all. Mm-mm. As soon as that, I, I'm going to tell you right now. You watch this video. As soon as that bear is charging across the water, I am in tears. I am crying. I, I I'm saying, why did I why did I go on this trip? Because let let's all let's all play this back. You know, oh this is cool. These guys they know bears and bears are running at them, so you run at them and yell. Let's play the real, the the stupid game real quick. You know, usually we would say, oh, if this happened to Donald Trump, this would have happened, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it with Arnie here. It did work. The video, in the video, it did work. Them yelling made the bear stop and like turn direction and go the other way. And we got video of it, which means the bear didn't double back to kill them all. Let's say Arnie were to charge towards the bear and be yelling. Yeah, the bear would fucking eat, Arnie. We, we, we just know that right now. And I'm, I'm going to be louder than those people, and that bear is going to eat me. That bear is going to look past the yelling. That that bear is going to look at me like when I see prime rib eyes. Sees all this delicious marbling that's been going on for the years. That I've been Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper fed. I'm just, I, I'm just telling you right now, I'm dying. That, that, that's all that we know. Arnie would be crying and Braddy would be recording him. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. He's crying because he knows his only chance of survival is to quickly grab Braddy kid and say goodbye and throw her ass at the bear. I wouldn't do that. Uh, don't let him fool you. He's saving himself and he's for sure fuck not charging anything. No. I would have been the kind of guy immediately running and the bear would have chased me down and, Racha! Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. I would have been frozen. There's no way I'm running from. But I already know that I'm not fast anymore. I can't even run anymore. Huh? That bear's charging at me. I'm just standing there soiling myself and and waiting for.
2: <laughs>
1: and, and you know, in my last moments of life, when I hear, I'm gonna be like, damn, I got that sound effect right. <laughs> that'll be my. That'll be my last thought. Is. I really nailed that one because the bear's going to be eating me. And, and, and you know what? I'll, I'll be happy for a second, and then I'll be like, God damn it, but none of the listeners get to hear how right I was about that. And then, sadly, sadly, you know, bratty kid will have to come on and, and do the show and, and say, hey, Arnie was eaten by a bear, and, it, and, and she'll have it recorded because that's what she'll do, because I know her. And, and she'll go, you know, Arnie was right about something.
2: <laughs>
1: and, and that's exactly what it sounded like. So contractually, in, in, in the spirit of Arnie, we have to play. Well, I don't want to sound like a dick hole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit!
3: <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In
4: the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot.
2: Say my
1: name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.
3: I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind
1: of a big deal. People know me. Yeah, fuck the ladies in Cleveland. We aren't going to talk about them. Yeah, because we would have to play that. We we, We would just have to. Because that's exactly what would happen. Now, this last story was sent to me. Roscoe would continue to do the show too. Yeah. It, now I, I I I would will everything to Roscoe to tell him to take over. Last one was sent to uh, the story. It's a video it was sent to me by uh, Oski, and he put in the description of the video. Uh, what did he think was going to happen? Okay. Uh, I don't know where this is from. It's just a video. I'm going to probably say it's probably a Crikey's in the Outback, mate. It's going to be down in Australia where they like to put the shrimps on the bobby. So this fella's on the ground, and he's playing with some crocodiles. Now, first of all, first red light just went off. He's on the ground playing with crocodiles. That should tell you this guy is not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Okay? His elevator doesn't have enough sandwiches to fulfill a picnic. The hardest part for Brady is to, to say Arnie got eaten by a bear without laughing. Yeah, oh I I I would think so. So this old boy who's he looks like he's uh He's a little bit on the older side, and let's see. I'll describe the video here. There he goes. Okay, the guy's putting his arm in a crocodile's mouth. He's got a left arm in a crocodile's mouth. His right hand is holding the bottom jaw, and then he's thinking to stick his head into the crocodile's mouth. Oh, roger, 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 Oh, my God, that was quickly. Oh, my God. Whoa, oh. whoa, 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 whoa. We, we got to play this again. Let's run this again. Oh, my God. Now. Come on. No, Seriously, come on. I talk about dumb people all the time. I talk about how stupid the world is right now. This right here is the definition of stupid. You go up to a crocodile with a bunch of people watching. So it, it's it, it's freaked out already. It's a scared animal, okay? Um, and, and you're going to hold its bottom jaw open, and then you're going to fucking stick your arm and your head in its mouth. What do you think you would do if you tried to hold my mouth open and stick your head in my mouth? That really sounded a lot gayer than it was meant to sound, but I'm I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm gonna rot your ass too. I I'm plain and simple, I, I, there, there ain't no fans or butts about it. You do something stupid like that, you feeling froggy and jump like that, I do not blame that. I mean, the man that comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to hi ya him, right? I I I mean, think about it. The the alligator, all it knows to do is chomp down on shit that comes in my mouth. Once again, See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. And people continue to do this. I love the fact. I absolutely... I love and hate the fact that I live in this time. I hate the fact because it seems like the world is full of a bunch of pussies that are ruining it for everybody. They can't have the little feelings hurt ever. Okay? And then, I live in a time where everybody has a video camera everywhere they go. And when cool shit like a guy gets his head and arm bitten by a crocodile, when it happens, I can watch it. I wish more people took their cell phones on safaris. That's all. Because there's nothing better than when animals... Fox had a show on one time, When Animals Attack. That was the closest thing to pornography I ever saw on, on free TV. That was awesome. People in the Nile. Okay, so so people decided they're gonna they're gonna take a little, little, little paddle boat ride through the Nile. Now, the Nile is a big gigantic river in Africa. Biggest river in the world. They got all kind of shit that lives in there. Including, but not limited to the ever so deadly hippopotamuses. Well, the tour guide got the times messed up, and they were they were rowing their little boats in, in the Nile. And they thought that the feeding time for the hippos was done because usually they time them, and they see, okay, this is when the hippos leave. Well, the hippos decided to stay a little longer that day. And we had us a little game of hungry, hungry hippo. Hungry, hungry hippos weren't hungry for long. They ate the damn people. I think the people who want to do shit like this should start off with bee fighting. Slow roll, the stupid, yeah. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Jesus. All right. Uh, that is. Uh, thank you, Oski, for that video. I do appreciate it. That is going to do us do it for us today. Christopher, happy birthday. Thank you once again for being on. Thank you for all the movie reviews you do. I will be looking forward to your Indiana Jones review. Um. Everybody else, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, everybody, where, yes, the one and only Tommy will be joining us again. I hope that y'all have a fantastic Thursday. And, Christopher, this is my birthday present to you from George Strait, my friend. Happy birthday and adios, everybody. Uh-
6: Yo sé bien que estoy afuera Pero el día que yo me muera Sé que tendrás que llorar Llorar, llorar Llorar, llorar llorar. Dirás que no me quisiste Pero vas a estar muy triste Y así te vas a quedar Con dinero Camino. Me enseñó que mi destino era rodar y rodar Rodar y rodar, rodar y rodar Luego me dijo un arriero que no hay que llegar primero Pero hay que saber llegar Con dinero
2: to beat the man pal I coined the phrase I am the man Woo! diamonds are forever and so is the Arnie State Show Woo. you've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com stop it stop
4: it stop 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 talking um, I, I did just want
1: to take a moment to thank everybody goodbye
2: now I am going
4: to
1: go get late. goodbye see you tomorrow hey, hey.